don't know if you know this, Jay, but uh, we don't actually record the video, so I just have it on. I do know this. Oh, okay. I'm aware. I'm aware. This is this uh this week's guest interview is gonna be a weird one. Uh, these quotes are either really easy or really hard. And <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay. How you doing? I'm all right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Coming in loud and clear. Good, Anakin. Good. Oh, is that what you were talking about with the 2K drive thing earlier? Yeah. The uh, the guy who does that free code every whatever. Hey. Uh, I've got this person I follow on Twitter who do like does like a, a free code for a game like every week or something. Right. And he'll do like a you know tag it with your name or whatever, and I'll pick someone random. That just popped up on my thing. Two uh, uh, K drive just popped up on my thing. There you go. Aye. Jay, fun yeah. fact for you. That's Aye. not very fun. Shrek Two was released nineteen years ago today. That's kind of insane, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I nice. really like Shrek Two. What did you just say? I really like Shrek Two. Good, good, good. Did you think I said I didn't like it? Yeah. No, it's fucking awesome. Third one not so great. Fourth one not so great. First and second are legendary. Agreed. I, though, I, I think Radio Two were doing something on one Saturday afternoon a few years, many years ago, and it was like, what are the best sequels of all time? And people Shrek were like, Godfather Two, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, yeah, Shrek Two, yeah, Shrek, Shrek fucking Two, man, Shrek Two, Back Shrek One's a classic, too. and yet Shrek Two is. Just incredible. That's funny. There is that thing about like the sequel curse, but I think there's so many good sequels out there. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, I love um, it. I think I would argue sequel albums are even harder to to break. What do you, um, when you say, what do you mean by break? So, as in, like, there's quite a few artists who have that. I mean, let's look at Pearl Jam, for instance. First Still album is their best one. Exactly. Let's look at. Smashing Pumpkins, I know a lot of people like it. Mm, first two mm. albums are really good. Mm. I just all I mean is when someone comes out the gate with with a sort of that sort of debut album, Corn debut album. Do you know who's an exception to this? Please, Deftones. Their first album was shocking. <laughs> it's not. I great. like Bored. I like mm, Bored. No. And the one that's like fuck. Same with, um, I think, Chevelle as well. I think Chevelle, is it Chevelle's first album that I don't like? I've got to remind myself. Who is Chevelle? <sighs> Who is Chevelle? My dad's going to be annoyed that you said that. Ooh. You need to listen to Chevelle, dude. I, I've actually got their new album I need to listen to as well. Is this like another 36 Crazy Fist moment? No. Okay. Yeah, it's Chevelle's first album. Point number one. It's really not great. But their second album is... Their best. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 100%. Oh, fuck right. me, it's so good. Chevelle was sort of that, one of those bands that I put up there with Deftones, um, with, I guess, Coheed at one point. Um, uh, how do how, they spell? Chevelle? C-H-E-V-E-L-L-E. I've I've definitely mentioned Chevelle to you before. I mean, have you? 
I'm curious how you would have said that word had I not told you how it was said. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine sure. a lot of people would be like Chevel, but it's not a Chevel. Am I check? It looks like I'm checking out this uh, Wonder What's Next album. Yeah, you definitely don't want the first album. Wonder What's Next is is fucking phenomenal. Okay, cool. Actually, it's on, on my list. Yeah, he, uh, I need to see the track list really quick. I started listening to the Peace Red. I think is probably one of their most known songs. Okay, the so Red. It was, it was one of the uh, one of the uh, singles, I think. Man, Chevelle's okay. one of those bands I listen to, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm in a good mood now. <laughs> nice. Like, ooh, it gets me in a really like creative, juicy kind of headspace. Sure, sounds good. Uh, Jay, let's crack on. So we we've had uh, a few weeks of of big episodes, right? Big shows. He's listening to it. He's nodding. He's I'm not actually. Time. I'm listening to it in my uh, mind because I can like <laughs> hear it. <laughs> I'm literally. I'm listening. I'm being like. I'm just singing to it in my head right now. It's like, ooh, yeah. Um, so we've had quite a few big episodes. Obviously, I'm still going through the editing process, but and this week is going to be nothing in it because there's not much to talk about at the minute. Hell yeah, bro! So we're gonna um, one of them. The lulls. plan is do a normal show and maybe try and do some different things to basically. I mean, I don't know if I. Sh- yeah, I don't mind saying. So, like, the idea is we do some off things that aren't necessarily time or date related. Mm. So that if we have some weeks where I, for instance, can't record or Jay can't record, because yeah, you're all, you're too social, man. Way too social, and I'm way too, too much of an introvert. I'm always here. Goldilocks somewhere in between, hey? Yeah, man. Um, so. So we're trying to do it so that, as I say, we've got some backups when we need them. And also, I did say to Jay, I could just always check the diary. So if um, <laughs> if I can't record it the next week... Yeah, we, it's we hilarious. You'll, you'll always be like, oh, no podcast. Like the day before or even the day of, you'll be like, oh, no podcast this week. I'm on holiday or I'm at a yeah. wedding or yeah, going out yeah. for a meal or going to the cinema, whatever it might be. I mean, I know we can't record next week, but I think I told you that. All the week after. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. No, no, we can recall next week. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. But we can't recall the week after. All the week after that. So this is why. This is why. This is why. This is why. Okay. We're going to start, Jay, with uh, some... Buddy once told me. Yeah. World is gonna... Uh, we're going to start with some Achievement Archive, Jay. Ooh, yummy. So let's get back to it. Where were we at? So guys, Achievement Archive, a clever name for a clever segment. Basically, we're just diving in to <laughs> we're just diving into Jay's achievements and just talking through some old games. Yeah, if I had a bigger computer and more money, we'd be going looking at gameplay while we do this. If I had I more money, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Uh, whoa! <laughs> whoa! 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 <laughs> oh, God. I'd be in a much bigger house. That's where I'd be. Our house. Do you yeah. like madness? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Mm. But before we do that, mm. what is Lady Sif's weapon of choice? Ooh, Sword and shield, spear, throwing stars, or bow and arrow? Can you see through these? No. It's one of the, it's one of the first two. It's either A or B. What are you going for? I think it's A. I think she's more of a sword lady. You are correct. Yeah, well done. Sounds about right. Is that one, like of, the one, one of Thor's too. mates? Yeah, it's one of the sort of group of people that he hangs out with. One of his 
band of brothers, as it were. Don't you love it, Jay, how, like, for two films, they try and set that up and develop it, and then they listen to fans, so in Ragnarok, like, Taika Waititi's just like, kill them all. Kill them all. Or was it in Avengers? I can't even remember. Hang on. There's a really famous actor who was in that first movie who that you wouldn't remember who was in it. Gerard Butler? Oh, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, I think... Who played... um, Shazam. Oh, I don't. Uh, I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Hang on. Yeah, let me look. Up. I'm pretty sure he's in it. He's in. He's one of the group of people. Really? Yeah, I could be wrong. Zachary Levi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You sure? Yeah. Give me, yeah. He was in Thor: The Dark World. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no know. No way. Yeah, he was one of the group of people. Let me see if That's I can mental. I know you. You wouldn't recognize him too because he had red hair. Yeah, the one with the beard. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, well, not the big beard. A lot. Like like, a I think that was like one of his first things that people like recognised him for. He was Fandral. There we go. Yeah, fair play the, to you. Zach. Literally, there's like a three. There's like a group of three guys who are like um, they're called the Warriors Three. There we go. That's what it was. They're like uh, uh, Thor's like group of lads, essentially. Yeah, and he's sure. one of them, yeah. Hogan, Volstag, and and Fandral. There we go. Yeah. Mental. Yeah, man. You wouldn't Absolutely know it. Mental. You wouldn't know it. Yeah, no. He's very unrecognizable. Huh. I'm glad you brought that up, though. Mm. It, uh, the cards. The cards brought up. The cards told <laughs> and us. Believe in the heart of the cards. Yeah. So, Jay, if I say to you the words Uh-oh. "just." cause oh yeah that brings back a lot of very odd memories okay one of those memories being i remember when i bought is it an 18 do you remember the 18 i'll have a look while you i'm pretty sure it is because i remember buying it and my mum being like should i let should i buy this for him <laughs> i think it's a 15 but we were young at the time um, and i remember i remember i was just scary buddy oh, i find it weird how much of a memory i have for this but i remember we bought it I was in that my own money, so mum bought it for me. And then she regretted buying it for me and like was saying I'm gonna take it but she like threatened to take it back and I was crying because I was like, I really want to play this game. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think you know what's funny? I think about that memory a lot. Like sure. a lot, a lot. It's one of those ones that just sort of like sticks in my memory. I even had the I remember I got the guide for it as well. I don't I wonder if I still got the guide around here somewhere. I must do it must be somewhere in the house. Either that or it's got thrown out, one of the two. I'm pretty sure it was like that. It was a fifth. So games in the UK, for those who don't know, because obviously we've got loads of USA listeners. Um, games yeah. will have the fifteen, like the red fifteen, which seems more oh, is that what harsh that than the black and white yeah. sixteen plus? Do you, do you remember like the? Yeah, the it definitely. I'm pretty sure it was either like it was red, but it was either. I'm pretty. I don't know. It's probably it, it, yeah. The 15 rating in the UK looked harsher than the 16 plus rating in the UK. Believe it or not. Uh, so yeah. So Jay, ESRP, in terms of the game, isn't it? Is that what it's called? Say again. Sorry. It's ESRB is the name of the rating system. Oh, I've only got mature. Mature. I thought I had a 15 on the box, but there we are. Let me see if I can get a box copy up there. Let's have a look. Uh, it just has M on it. Yeah. 
Did you realise it was on original Xbox? No, no, I didn't. I think I had it on 360, but it was on original. Jack, I think Xbox. you're right. I think because I, I knew it, it came out just as the uh, 360 came out. I think it might have been one of the first games ever bought. I know 15. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I think it was one of the first games you bought. Oh, on 360. yeah, it does have 16 on it. Huh. 16 plus. Weird. Anyway, yeah, so let's anyway. talk about the game itself, Jay. So please. Yeah, it kind of is. It was one of those ones where you had like a lot of freedom, right? It was like very open. The sky was the limit, and you could just sort of like zip about. I remember like those kind of games where you just sort of have like a, a mobility option that allows you to move in a really odd way. Back then, was like super satisfying. Oh man, I can't remember the name of the game, but there was this piratey type game um where like the the i don't know why but you could like float about almost it was like a very floaty game i don't know if it was like a bug or a glitch with the game but i remember like you could like jump almost like you were on the moon like the gra- the gravity was less or something but i remember it just felt really really nice and whenever i think about the just cause it kind of reminds me of that of just that kind of like maneuver you know a mobility option that allows you to move in a certain way that just feels nice like you know that kind of feeling when like you're in a game and you jump off a high building and you're falling and you get that kind of like pit in your stomach of like, oh fuck, I'm actually falling. Like that's it kind of reminds me of that as well. A very similar kind of feeling, but in a nice way. It's almost not like orgasmic, but like kind of nice. Like like you know when you like you sneeze and it feels good. Kind of feels like that. <laughs> I know when I pee and it feels good. I'm not sure about sneeze. Are you kidding? You've never yeah. had like a really fucking good sneeze, like where it just feels like. My sneezes like, are pretty uh... bad, actually. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I need to work on my sneeze game. You do. Anyway. Your sneezes are notorious. Let's just put it that way. Sure. Notorious. But uh, achievement-wise, yeah, I remember I definitely tried to hunt for them, but I seem to remember them being really annoying because that game was just full of collectibles and really hard things to get. I kind of uh, back then I didn't really play games for like. To complete them, I played them just to play them. Does that make sense? Like, of Just course. Cause to me is almost a little bit like Vice City or San Andreas, where I didn't really like play the game. I just sort of like ran about and put the cheats on and flew about in my car. You know, like that was pretty much it. <laughs> like I didn't at some point do the story in in, in this era, Jay. In in three sixty era, we changed the way. Yeah, we, we transitioned games. from a game was something that you could just like have a bit of a muck about into oh there's actually a story here and i can follow it if i'd like there's a progression <laughs> like that, that didn't really exist before like age 12 i don't think i think it was somewhere roughly around that early teen kind of mode i imagine i mean what's what was it like for you you played just cause one didn't you yes sir yeah i mean jay this um i, I know it sound like i've probably talked about this before with you but the, <laughs> this is one of those iconic games where uh-huh. you got brought the magazine game i think it was games master yeah. and you we were both you especially obviously very interested in this game for months yeah. and months and months and the whole like i remember the screenshots i remember you saying like you're in this massive world you're liberating outposts you're like this rebel against this like tyrannical government yeah, sort of like a and, type thing. Uh, and obviously um one of the first sort of big games shall we say on 362 so I remember you playing it, loving it. I think I played it 
um, maybe a couple of years after it came out, but I think it was before Just Cause 2 came out. Yeah, because I remember you you got Just Cause 2 and I didn't bother, and I remember you went hard on that. Dude, so I don't can't even remember when I played Just Cause 2. I think I can remember. I think it was the Xbox One days. Really? I think it was one of your ones where you were like, oh, this is on backwards compatibility, I'll play this. So it must have been roughly 2014, 15 sure i don't think it was much later than that you could wow. probably look actually when you got the achievements couldn't you that's true i probably could yeah I so, i'd be so happy if i got that dead on <laughs> i'll yeah i'll, I'll I have, have a feeling look. Have you look. played it in this plus one days i could be wrong but I'm no i sure think i think you might be right there but jay just cause two is a bit of a blur for me because like you say i played that game for like a month straight and yeah, I I, honestly that. i had such an effing blast with that i can't even tell you i like, can't even tell just you. cause there was sort of become that game where it stuck around too long i think it shouldn't have had a third or a fourth game sure i think sure. it should have died after the second i sure. think to three and four were just a bit of a cash grab and it's sort of to me just cause has sort of become the villain it's sort of become like a gears of war like a uh, a halo i'm just sort of fed up with seeing it now Sure. Just like just don't, just stop. Make something new, please. But that's Ubisoft for you, I guess, right? Ubisoft have just cause. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they I do. I thought they did. Um, it's made by Avalanche. Oh. Uh, EA not EA and Ubisoft. Yeah, maybe? I'm not sure. Nordisk film, like I'm. Yeah, I'm, I don't. Mm, okay, okay. Don't think so. I don't think so. But the, the studio itself's really big now, Jay. I mean, they helped with also making yeah, Rage Two, people, yeah. Generation Zero, which apparently is a very, very bad game, and then also Mad Max, the the video game. Yeah, no, no, I still need to finish that. I, I've keep I've Great started game. to play that game like three or four times. Love that game. Yeah. I'm just looking now, but yeah, you're right, Jay. Just Cause Two, I genuinely adored, but Just Cause One was a really great game in its time. I've got to agree with you. Um, I actually tried out 4J because I was like, oh, well, maybe if there's a fourth one and people say it's all right, maybe like you'll get that same feeling you got playing the first and second one. Nah. No. Played it for 10 minutes and I was like, I'm out. I'm now looking at um, Avalanche, actually. I didn't realize, but the publisher for the first one was Eidos. Eidos? Eidos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, same for the second one. And then uh, Just Cause 3 and 4 was Square Enix. Publishers. Oh. So that's probably why, what I'm getting mixed up with. I don't know why I'm getting mixed up with that. But... Huh. Strange that. I must have bought it, I imagine. Well, I guess oh, Eidos... Of course Square Enix, yeah. Yeah, because Eidos yeah. is part of Square Enix. Not anymore, but they were, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I wonder what they're working yeah. on now. It says Contraband. Oh, they're working on Contraband. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah, is that Xbox exclusive, that was, Jay? That's Xbox Game Studios, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, does Avalanche own them now? Uh, Xbox own Avalanche now? I must do. I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. Anyway, um, I'm just looking at the achievements, Jay, for Just Cause. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them, actually. It probably would uh, jog my memory. Yeah, I mean, you've got all story missions. You have got all the provinces as well. Uh, Jay, I remember having quite a lot of fun in the Liberation missions, similar to Crackdown fun. Does that make sense? Yes, it definitely feels like a very crackdown era type game. Yeah, and then you've got every race I mission. I remember them being really difficult actually these achievements, but to be honest, they probably aren't that bad. 
it's saying it's a six out of ten difficulty 25 hours okay jay if i may hijack this very quickly 25 yeah, hours guys for a full completion on a triple a game we're lucky if a game these days is 25 hours story yeah all i'm saying is i miss these length type of games that's all i'm saying okay i want more short games that are, that are good quality not indie games hmm. so what are you looking at no, I was just saying if I could see if I uh, actually had the achievements but I can't check on my thing so sorry oh okay I will I um, see if I can get them up also I'm still looking for my just cause 2 one we're going back in we're going very far back here Jay let me tell you let so, me tell uh, you Holy moly. I could have swore it was like Xbox One days. Oh, okay. So I've got Just Cause 1. I've got 565G, 29 out of 50 achievements. Played it in 2009. 5th okay. of April, 2009. I think I played it 2008. Um, yeah, right after. In terms of rarity of achievements, most of them look pretty achievable. Like six percent, five percent, four percent, nothing that's got like one percent or zero point two percent. Maybe it got a bit repetitive for both of us, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. Okay, I'm keeping going. Did you pl uh, did you have platinum? Did you get all the achievements for the King Kong game? I don't think so. Okay. Man, we are going in the darkest depths of my uh achievement list right now. Kind of wish I could search online, but I can't. I only got 385 on the original. Really? Uh, when does it say I, I played it? Surprises it, it doesn't me. say when I played it. Here we go, sir. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, Jay. Mm. Was I way off? 2011. Wow. 360 days. Jesus so here's Christ. one for you. So I got 800G, okay, yeah, 37 out of 50 fine, achievements, then. and the most, um, the highest achievement I've got, the most recent one, 20th of <sighs> April 2011, so two years after the first one, reach 75% uh, completion in normal mode or mercenary mode, 1.62% of gamers unlocked it. Sweet. I'm kind of happy with that. Good, yeah. Wow, apparently I completed the game on hardcore difficulty. Oh. You went that hard. Weird. Oh, yeah, it must have been really easy. Yeah, some of these achievements are very hard. Very hard. Um, or I struggled to get them. Okay. Man, you're making me want to download this game, but I'm not going to do that to myself. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to do that no, to myself. I wouldn't if I were you. Yeah, um, That's, yeah, no. Uh, not the best idea. Anyway, should we move on, Jay? Please. Okay, next game for you. Um, we're getting into territory now with uh, games I've also played. Uh, Hexic HD. Okay. You remember this game? I do, yeah. I just saw it on my list. <laughs> this, I believe, was a game that was already installed for those who had an Xbox 360 when it came out. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came with the Xbox. Yeah, I remember that. And it's like a bit <laughs> of like a um, kind of like a Tetrisy game, but like with hexagons. I just want to go back really quick, please. Yeah. According to my list here, apparently I, I unlocked an achievement in Just Cause in December of 2015. I definitely what? didn't definitely didn't play it then. Is that like one that popped late? No, I think they're all like it. So I think I think what it might have been, it happened at four in the morning. So um, I have a feeling it might have just been one of those things where, like, because it's such an old 360 thing, it might have only, like, tracked it after, like, many years, if that makes sense. Or do you think you just fancied uh, going back into it late night? Well, no, because it says night. every single one of my achievements I unlocked at 4.53 in the morning on the 17th of December 2015. Every single one achievement. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So there's okay. obviously like a glitch there, clearly. Yeah, that's that's very odd. <laughs> that's not the case. Jay, we'll say the first game's looking looking pretty old. Okay. <clears throat> Sadly. What, what are you talking about? I'm confused. Uh, sorry, as in the first Just Cause game, I'm just looking at some screenshots looking very old. Now. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't look great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. But yeah. All right. Um, more Mad Max games, please, guys. Or something else, if you prefer. Well, they're, but, they're yeah. doing the Furiosa movie. So Are they doing that, Jay? Yeah. That... yeah. Right. It's funny because How... the, the, the Mad Max maybe might as well have just been called Furiosa because it wasn't even about Mad Max. It was about Furiosa. Well, that's true. But also, Jay, the the Mad Max Fury Road was in development hell and turned out to be an incredible film. Bloody so amazing, you would have yeah. thought that this game, this film would be made pretty quickly after, considering the success of the film. And yet it's not. Okay. I just thought it'd be interesting. Well, well Mad Max is one of those sort of like forever things. It'll just, it can come out whenever, really, can't it? Yeah, sure. So you actually sure. reminded me, actually. I saw an article a little while ago about how Bioshock 4 is apparently in development hell. Okay. I don't think I don't know if it was real or not because I was like, this isn't even like a rumor that I've heard or anything. But even I didn't even realize it was in development. I was like, what? Right. Okay. That confused me. I was like, okay. Apparently, it's not. It's it's been uh, rebooted four times. Apparently. As in, they've gone back really? to square one four times. Which is probably why it's taken so long to come out. <laughs> oh god. That doesn't sound good. To be honest, Bioshock is again one of those games where I'm like, I just don't want to see another one. It's had its day. Genuinely, well, in that sense, then, this is good news for you, right? It's very because... good news for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's had its day. Sure. I get that. It had its time to shine. Onto the net. Like, the people who are making it right now should have given up with it and just made something new. Well, which a lot Gosh. of them had. There's a couple of games coming out that have uh, got ex-Bioshock developers. That new Avium game. Okay. Pretty sure that's got some old Bioshock developers on it. Bioshock and Call of Duty developers, I think. Apparently, I don't own any Just Cause game digitally, but that no, seems right. I think I've got all my physical. Yeah. Okay, so HexacHDJ, you have any particular thoughts about this game? I mean, you've got, <laughs> let's have a look here, you've got three achievements. I had none. <laughs> so, Yeah, I've played it for a brief amount of time. It was just one of those things where I didn't really have anything else. The might, I might have played it like the second I turned on my Xbox. I was like, oh, I've got a game right now. I'll just try this out. <laughs> 
that will be um that will be the last time jay we will ever get that experience of uh you know there's not many games to play on here so i'll, I'll try this weird indie thing right because like be from now on time? sorry will it yeah, because every every time now a new console comes out, we'll just have all our big, massive digital libraries. Oh, I it. see what you mean. Yes, okay, fine. Yes, yes. If yes, you yes, get yes, me, yes, I get you. Um, even when the three sixty first came out, you know, we still had discs, right? We're still looking at discs mainly. So. Yeah, that's true. That's Beginning true. to kind of go in that digital marketplace, but anyway. Mm. Last game for this week, Jay Shadowrun. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, they brought out more games of that, right? But didn't they make them into, like, XCOM games? Yeah, I think so. But were they old Is... games or, like, are they new games? They're fairly old, I think. They re-released them. But um, I'm pretty sure the original Shadowrun was almost like an arena kind of FPS. FPS. Well, it wasn't even the first person. It was third person. Was Do it? I remember, yeah. Shadowrun originally was third person, sort of arena type. Mobery type thing, where you picked you picked a I think a light, a medium, or a heavy class. It was a bit like Brink, where you sort of picked a light, medium, or heavy class. I think, and then you could be like an elf or like something else. Or something. And they had like different, Dude. different magical powers, and you could like glide and stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's weird memories right there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I I remember other people playing it a lot more than me, and me sort of observing, but. I never replayed Dude. it myself that hard. Brink is that's bringing back some memories. I still I don't have, even have the game. That was a fun game. Back memories. I think again the developers of Brink are making something too at the minute. Did I thought that studio went bust? If I'm honest with you. Yeah, I think there's a couple of devs who are like broke off and are starting to make something else. That was such an interesting looking game. Was it? Was it any good in the end? I liked it. Okay. I just think it was. Uh, I don't remember who who made it. It was Splash Damage. Splash yeah. Damage, yeah. Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda published it. Yeah. Oh, so they're making the new Transformers game. Oh, Tencent owned them. There we Yay. go. Worked on Stadia for a bit. They made Gears Tactics. Ooh, they great. also helped with a lot of the Gears games. Oh, yeah, Arkham Master Origins. Chief Collection. Yeah, I see. Yeah. How interesting. Okay, Arkham Origins is multiplayer. Jesus. Yeah, no, interesting. But in terms of Shadowrun itself, Jay, yes. um, again, 360 memories. Um, mm. I, I got it off Love Film. Um, I think I had it for a week or so, and... It it the game to me looked a lot cooler than it was, if that makes sense. Yes, no, I agree. I agree with you there. That's what yeah, there's loads of games like that. There is. Like the the idea of it, the cover of it looks really, really cool. But ultimately it yeah, it was not for me at all. Um it really wasn't. So Fair like I, I wasn't interested in those games now or, or or sorry, then or now. But alas. So. Oh my god! I just saw a screenshot of like something that I haven't seen in so long. Oh my god, Shadowrun, dude! This game is insane. Oh my god, that brings back so many weird memories. You just looking at a screenshot of the game, just or a single screenshot, and it's scaring me. Oh, my, I forgot it looked like that. Oh, it looks so different in my head. What? Oh my. 
it looks like bloody half life is what it looks like oh my god it's like it's like a better uh, uh, version of half life is kind of what it looks like show me the screenshot hang on yeah. maybe well, it was first person I think it was what screenshot no, there's definitely by the way th- I'm just looking at a third person and a first person thing so I think there might, might have been both the cover was always sick by the way I think it was mainly way. first but I think there was a class you could play that had like a melee weapon and it made you go into third person yeah I think, I think you're right that's what I I'm think you're right with. yeah there was like a katana you could get and it put you in third person that'll be it Wow. So yeah. Hell. So yeah, achievement archive, guys. There we go. So Trip let's move on to the day. news for this week, Jay. We've got a fair amount to talk about with the news, I would say. Um, <sighs> let's begin. Begin. Do it. The challenge began. Here we go. Wait, what? Oh, this what? is an. Is this an opinion piece? Ah, okay. We have an opinion piece here by Destin Legary over at IGN, one of the um, hosts, uh, panel people. He's on Podcast Unlocked. Destin's got some really cool... Um, I say that pedantically. I doesn't mean to come across pedantically. Destin's, you know, been commented on video games for a long, long time, and he's got some really interesting ideas, especially about Xbox. And I find his takes very refreshing. Jay, I don't know about Me you. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow him yeah. on Twitter. He has some good um, stuff to say. He does. He really does. Along with Ryan McCaffrey. Yeah, those um, two. To me, I like the OG IGN guys. Hundred percent. 100%. So he's got an opinion piece here, Jay, about Starfield feeling like Xbox's last chance of redemption, which obviously we've, we've touched on. I shot, think both uh, him and Ryan have basically said the same thing on in multiple instances, to be honest. I just keep hearing about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Go on. Well, no, I feel like they're, they're both sort of of the same mind that Xbox is in a bit of a, a bit of a ditch right now, and they'd have to fucking dig themselves out with Starfield. And that if that if that doesn't go right, like people are gonna fucking be like they, you know, just really fucking annoyed. <laughs> I'm just checking out Destin's Twitter right now because he has uh, he has said yeah, and things. Jay, I think what frustrates me about this whole situation, to be honest, is that Starfield has now become, unfortunately, just as important from a Xbox interest viewpoint as it is from a game. We're getting Mm -hmm. so caught up in how it sits, where it sits within Xbox as a brand that we're almost losing, um, we're losing the interest in just the game itself, you know, like, I'm not, (laughs) I can see what you mean though. And as like a general, I can see what you mean. To me, it kind of almost feels like we're talking about it so much that it's going to have a bit of a cyberpunk launch where it's like all the hype is just going to go by the time we get there. Exactly. Which wouldn't have happened if they stuck to their June release date. All I mean is is that th- there is so much extra pressure now because yeah, they're part of Xbox. And that and that frustrates me because like well it frustrates me just because I want a great game, you want a great game. Let's just look at the game, right? Like Spider-Man uh, okay, let's use a different example. Um Final Fantasy 16 we want to be great. We're not that concerned about where it sits within the Sony portfolio and, and how it represents PlayStation. Obviously, PlayStation have got an absolute get with it being exclusive, but we're more concerned about the game itself, I would say. Whereas Starfield, there is a concern about the game itself, but there is also now a 
big concern of the Xbox brand and how important it is to that too, you know? I feel about FF16 the same way I felt about 15, where I'm like, oh, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Like, I'm sort of, like, on the edge of, like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be good. <laughs> it sure. doesn't look very good. Like, there's parts of, when I look at Final Fantasy 16 where I'm like, that doesn't look very fun, or that doesn't look, like, interesting to me. Like, I think the story still doesn't quite grab me as much as it should do. I actually think this might be one of the weaker Final Fantasy 16 stories I've seen, or just Final Fantasy uh, stories I've seen. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, um, yeah, so I'm going in with the lowest expectations, which I shouldn't which... ever say about Final Fantasy. It kind of makes me sad that I'm saying that. But no, I think, I, I think no, no, no. I think, um, I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I think you kind of have to with everything nowadays. But um, yeah, so Destin, he like uh, his like he on his Twitter to like show that he'd done this IGN uh, article. He sort of put hot take Starfield Xbox's most important game since Halo One. What wow. do you think about what do you think about that, Nick? How does that make you feel? <laughs> because Halo One was like the defining Xbox game, right? It was like the game that came out. Was it a, was it a launch title? It was a launch title. Yeah, like it literally skyrocketed Xbox into where it is today. Um. It sort of launched them into the 360 era, and uh, you know I have a feeling that yeah, Starfield kind of has to have a similar trajectory, which is annoying that people are saying that actually. Because the more I hear it, the more I'm like, well, if it doesn't, then we're fucked. Is it a failure? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like there's people are setting the expectations way too high, which is funny because I just they can't... need to be high because Xbox, if they the expectations are so low now, the bar is so beyond underground. It's like. Yeah, just anything even remotely good is going to be fucking. Which is, I think, genuinely why Hi-Fi Rush did so well. Hi-Fi Rush, had it been released normally, would not have done that well. Not even close. Yeah, agreed. It, would, it wouldn't even got the fucking time of day. People would have been like, "Oh, this is a cool game." It would have been in and out within a few days. People would have forgotten about it. But because Xbox have so low expectations, like they release anything that's even remotely good, people just go nuts for it. Which is probably yeah, think... a good strategy, actually, because everything's good that way. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But yeah, in terms of the Halo 1 thing, Jay, I I can't see Starfield having that sort of an impact. Well, to be honest, honest, I have a feeling they've already had that with Skyrim. I think Skyrim is that. But how do you make Skyrim again, you know? That's the thing. It's like Bethesda sort of have to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Right. Again. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like every time Bethesda release a game, they've they've caught lightning in a bottle every time. Apart from maybe seventy six, maybe Fallout Four. Some people would argue I wouldn't personally. Yeah, okay. but... So three, Skyrim, Oblivion. Yeah, all 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 three are, and hopefully Starfield <laughs> are going to be like Bethesda's miracle moments. Essentially, what I will say is that the last time Todd announced that they were going to do a, a direct on it for June. I got a very a very good sense from him on how he yeah. feels about the game. I mean, Jay, an extra basically an extra year of development um has got to make some some pretty big impact, right? Especially <laughs> when apparently so. the game was done like apparently the game I think was you know, I think they've Playable. been polishing for a year and a half, nearly two years at this point. So, well you got to think like how much if if Fallout 3 had that much shit in it, how much is right. a game that's going to have space and hundreds of planets in it? How much, like, how much stuff is that going to have in it? 
But we're it's talking gonna be about good quality, state, right? But like Washington State versus a Galaxy. Yeah. Like it's yeah. gonna have to be mind blowing, you know? Yeah, totally. It has to be so much to do. Like on each planet, there has to be like tens, if not hundreds, of quests on each planet. It's true. Like that's but like it... the the ambition is actually higher than I think than uh, Cyberpunk, which does scare me because Cyberpunk ambition was high, but it was doable. Really high, and it should have done. It should have had a lot more in it, but it didn't. I mean, I've only played Cyberpunk for like a couple of hours, which you know, Jay, But and the city itself is impressive, but the amount Very. of mechanics and systems that are being played, Going on at one time. Oh yeah. my it's a god. Lot, which is why it struggled. <laughs> it is a lot. But yeah, as you say, the, in relation to Destin's article here, Jay, um, what I will say is that I'm sure Xbox have assisted in the development, but also, if Starfield is... <laughs> is if Starfield is a great success, I'm not sure I'm going to give Xbox that much credit. To no, be honest with you, it, the, Starfield isn't the end all be all of right. Okay, Xbox is now redeemed. They've made a ten out of ten game. We, you know, doesn't really matter what they do next. So it's like no, they need to keep this up now. Because as far as Sony's concerned, is they've kept it up for like the last decade. Right, like, they've released at least one or two. 10 out of 10 games for the last 10 years every year yeah yeah no i agree with that yeah. at least right yeah bloodborne was one of them you start with bloodborne let's say we start with bloodborne which is what 2015 2014 eight years 20 actually no it might have been january 2015 yeah i could be wrong yeah um i would say almost every year since then we've an amazing game we've had at least amazing two god of wars two horizons uncharted four last uncharted, was part two. last of us last was part two Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn. Nine already. Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And how <laughs> how many can you list off for Xbox? Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Uh I guess Senua counts. But that was a PlayStation exclusive to begin was with. Was it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Was yeah. it really? I yeah, could have swore yeah. that was an Xbox thing. No, no. Oh no. Oh that's yeah, not, that's started on PlayStation, bro. That's not a good look. Yep. Oh, I didn't yep. even realize that. I genuinely thought that was just an Xbox thing. It looks like a PlayStation game if you think about I, it. I guess you could say Forza, but even then, I don't even think. Ugh, yeah. Didn't have the same impact. I'm struggling here, Jay. What genuinely was the last Cuphead? Maybe. No. I mean, we're talking about has global impact here. I thought Cuphead had global impact, but that's okay. Um, I really don't know, Jay. I really don't know. Yeah, I'd have to Google it. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, that's worrying, isn't it? It is. It is. Okay. Okay. I guess this this somewhat leads into the next one. Oh yes. Yeah. Um. I uh, I was going to talk about the uh, the uh, episode five hundred ninety four of Unlocked. Go on. Did you watch this or no? I think I sent you a link about it, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I told I, um... you, yo, watch this because this is awesome. Oh, okay. So you know my thoughts, Jay. I'm not that. I don't care for predictions, but I listen to all their thoughts about everything going on. Yeah. With so the... the start of it was sort of like Redfall, Starfield. Where the fuck is Xbox at? And then yeah. the end of it was like, right, we've got a showcase coming. What do we think's coming? That was yeah. sort. Of, it was like split into two, really. So yeah. it was more because it was like it was around. It was they basically spoke about what we spoke about on ours about yeah. uh, the interview that Phil Spencer did and about how. I can't remember either. I think Ryan was sort of like he. I think one of the things that I loved about what he said, Ryan said, is 
there's someone inside at Xbox that spoke to Ryan saying something about that they're oh, weren't what pleased with what Phil Spencer yes, said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't yeah, pleased yeah. about because the, the general consensus is Phil's like when I mean, we spoke about it a little bit, but Phil saying that great games don't don't get sales. Like everyone was like, "The fuck you on, dude." <laughs> and even they agreed which i was kind of surprised i mean not surprised cause i feel like ryan is pretty and both destin are very very like real when it comes to their opinions on about xbox or just consoles in general but it was it was nice to see some of the old heads like be like the fuck are you chatting about dude like this is that's exactly what happens i mean we've we've watched it happen for the last decade at least so i don't know what he's going on about i think it was just like a, a copium i guess you know what copium is don't you no oh my god you're not online enough um when you you know someone when like you cope with something like you're putting up with it yeah and then if someone has hopium it means they're like uh oh god this is such a weird like inside this relates to opium the drug no it's just like it's like if someone's got copium it just means they're like they're coping a lot to they're trying to like trying to use excuses to cope yeah it's kind of like an excuse to like cope about something or like put up with something it's like sure oh that's for it it's it's one of those things you just have to kind of see it in context but (laughs) it's a lot of copium is basically what i'm trying to say for those who know that you know if you know you know (laughs) exactly if you know know. okay well there we go i'm uh, i'm guessing you didn't watch it you You went too fast no joking go on sorry you you went too fast about the unlocked you didn't bother Uh, yeah, no, I did. I listened to the whole thing about oh, okay. what they talked about with with Xbox. I just didn't listen to the predictions. Fair enough. Fair but yeah, I um, I loved what they said. Actually, like you said, yeah, I was like, thank God that. <laughs> I know it sounds a bit tribalistic, but thank God they agree with us in terms of. <laughs> yeah, um, it was nice. I feel like it was a fairly rounded. Like there were there were definitely arguments on both sides of like Phil was good for doing this, what he said, and bad for doing this. Like it wasn't like all one sided. Which is what I like. I like I it think to that, be in the middle. Obviously, I don't know if these guys said it specifically right, but I think the general consensus and feedback, Jay, is you know everything that Xbox has done, including some behind the scene changes of culture, has all been super positive. But you're missing the core, the very, very core aspect, which is great games. You're literally like everything else, and and I think. I think ultimately we would rather get take everything else. This is unfortunate. We would rather have no Game Pass, no um, good culture. Just, mm. I'm, I know this sounds horrible, but I'm just no, saying I'm, from I our consumer you, perspective, we would rather take all that out and have, have great games. Have like one or two AAA 10 out of 10 games every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. We, we would. that uh, like No backwards compatibility. We'd take all that out and we'd rather just have the great games. Like I think that's... Yeah, I, I mean, think that's you're, true. You're, you're just describing PlayStation pretty much, aren't you? Right, exactly. <laughs> Although they exactly. do have PS uh, PS Plus. Plus stuff now, don't they? So yeah, which is a bit wonky, but yeah. So, oh. I, I yeah, I really liked what they were saying. I I appreciate that they respectfully disagreed, and I'm I'm glad they did because it made me hope if they if well if they were like yeah we agree with phil i i, I would feel like okay well i don't know what the hell's going on yeah now. it kind of makes me feel like well what uh, you know like lost a little bit like right i, I feel like i can't relate necessarily yeah like it kind exactly. of made me feel good that the other people who have been around for a while 
like understand have a similar mindset to what us who haven't been around as long but still a decent amount of time I guess that brings me to my next point then that team sneeze game how weak that sneeze game was yeah, Jay. that was pretty weak and it probably didn't feel very good no no it didn't no um do you I need have, to let, uh, let myself sneeze. Do you, you know have, what I mean? Like, you do, you really do. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any, like, a one or two games that you want to see at the Xbox um, showcase? Like, what, is the, what are the, like, the one or two top ones where, you're like, if, if it's not there, I'll be disappointed? Okay. So, jokes aside, being serious, I want to see Hellblade 2 and I want to see a release date. Mm-hmm. And I want to see Fable. Okay. That makes sense. All right. What about you? Um, I think now Hellblade is um yes. Whoop whoop. Days um, on the Hellblade hype. I'm trying to think what else they've got in development at the minute. Let me just double check. No, please. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, there we go. Just to give you some ideas, Jay. We don't know what Compulsion Games are making, and they did We Happy Few. We don't know if there's another Forza game. We, we've got Forza Motorsport coming, I guess. Um, we don't know what Double Fine are doing. We don't know what Machine Games are doing, who made Wolfenstein 2 and 1, the, all the new Wolfenstein <laughs> games. They're making an Indiana Jones game, which yeah. we haven't seen. Yeah. Um, which is funny, because the new yeah. movie is not doing very well right now. So the yes. game is going to have a bit of a tough, uh, tough go of things, it seems. Well, hopefully the game's better than the movie. Right? This Avowed game, I still have no idea Like, if I should be excited about it. So this is Obsidian's yeah. Elder Scrolls. Right, okay. In that case, then I might be excited about it. Maybe back at... I, what I mean is, it's like an Outer Worlds, but fantasy in yeah. scope. Does that make uh, sense? Maybe not then, maybe less. Outer Worlds is like... Mm. Well, that's what I mean. I can't yeah. imagine they're going to make the scale of something like I Elder Scrolls. I kind of want to see what its software are up to. I really hope they're not making another Doom game. I agree, Jay. A great, great point. Doom Eternal, a masterpiece. What yeah, are they making, something Jay? Different, please. What Id have, are they, they have, making? They have, I remember when Id came out with their new engine, like their new uh, stuff they were working on. Because they made the first Rage game, and that was like, um, that was like, like next level graphics back then. That was like the yeah. thing that everyone was trying to copy, I remember. But I feel like they still have that. They just they haven't done much with it other than made Doom. And like yes, Doom is great. I just wanted to see. I wanted to see them branch out a little bit. I want to see them do something else. <laughs> I think like, I think they amazing, will, Jay. Right? So Doom Eternal, as I've told you, Jay. So Doom twenty sixteen, a great game. Okay, maybe mm. it was a very good game. Um, a return to form for id, right? And then Doom Eternal was like, whoa. Like they took four, sorry, they took five years to make that game. Jay, Doom Eternal came out in twenty twenty one. Like that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't just like a sequel. Like, yeah, I think they really were like, okay, we're gonna make the definitive Doom game here. Um, and um, and then they had two fairly big DLCs, the Ancient Gods Part One and Two, and that genuinely concluded the story that they were telling in these uh, games. Okay. So that makes you think, Jay, like. Doom 3 doesn't really fit. I also don't think Doom 3 fits within the gameplay that they created for Doom Eternal and the way that you learn how to play that game. So I don't think it fits at all. So I think they have to do something new. Or do they, Jay, do they go to Quake? Like, whoa. Hope not. I mean, what they've got, they've got Wolfenstein, Doom, Quake, and Rage. They're like their four things, right? Yeah. 
So what do they do? They do one of those four, or do they do something different? Mm. I really hope they don't go back to Wolfenstein. I really hope they don't go back to Doom. They're not going to. I really go don't want to go back to Rage, and I really don't want to see Quake. So if there's any of those four things, I'll be disappointed. Just put it that way. So we're looking at something new, right? We want a brand new IP. I need to start something like I. You know me. I say this every podcast. New IP, please. Just I need something new. Like every time, almost every time I've I've enjoyed a game in recent memory, it's been a new IP or like one something I like. I like to be surprised. Sure. Like Quantum Break is the one I always come back to. Like that came out of fucking nowhere, and it blew my mind, and I'm very happy about it. And I want to see a sequel really bad. Like they've been speaking about it on Twitter for the last year. And the, the guy who played the actor who was like the main guy in it, it speaks, is like, yeah, I want to be in it too, but they're Sean not Aston? making it. So it's is like, it Sean Aston? I think so, yeah, yeah. Guy yeah. who played Iceman. Well, to be fair, Jay, they're literally making Alan Wake 2 and Control 2. So, yeah, so why yeah. not, you know? Why not? Why not? Uh, Jay, would you prefer an Xbox like... Uh, <laughs> am I actually going to say this? Oh. Would you prefer an Xbox one, early Xbox One era of, okay, we're going to make some weird games. We're going to make games that are different. They're not going to be critically acclaimed. They might not even be your jam, but they are interesting. Um, would I rather that or what? What was the second? Than what we have now, I guess. Oh, I think I'd probably rather have what we have now. Like I do like all that stuff. It's just that there's not really. It's just it kind of just feels like an indie marketplace at that point, then, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. It just feels like all you've got is the Xbox Arcade, and that's it. So I want more than that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I need, I need to broaden them, you know, more broad than that. Like, I kind of want both, to be honest. Like, that's basically what Game Pass is. It's just sort of become, like, indie game. We're probably not going to make much money. So if we just go on Game Pass and let people play the game, then we're going to get at least some money. Sure. sure. I reckon there's probably people on Game Pass now, indie developers, who probably have made more money on that than they ever would have made independently. Yeah, completely. Completely. And also got their name out there. So it's, it's a good thing. Uh, so what are your two games, Jay? What, what are you feeling? Yeah, I think whatever it's doing, I'm kind of like hoping it's a new IP. Um, I'm not sure we're going to hear anything from them, though. I mean, it's only been a couple of years since they released Doom Eternal, uh, so I don't know true. what you think. I didn't think about it. I, I forgot about time. In that case, then, it's definitely Senua, definitely Hellblade. Yes. I'm not, I'm again, I'm not fussed with Fable, but if they do something nice with it, then maybe. Um... What just very quickly, Jay? What I think you might resemble with if they if they if you see something is it's the Britishness of it. Yeah, but who is it being made by? Is it being made by Playground? Not... Yeah, made so Forza. not Lionheart, obviously, right? No, no, they they're, they're, they're gone. They're long anymore. gone. Yeah, I'm honestly only really looking forward to Senua. <laughs> Yeah. And I wasn't before I played it a couple of weeks ago. So what else would I have been excited for? I All don't right. really know what Contraband's even about, honestly. So that one, not really sure. I think it's about Mexican cartels. Uh, maybe not then. That's definitely not my bag. Yeah, um, I honestly don't know. I couldn't tell you. I think Esena was the only thing I'm looking forward to, which is probably a good thing because I just want to be surprised by this point. Whatever happens, happens. And I kind of just want to be blown away by something new. You know? Okay, here's one for you, Jay. I have no idea about this, right? But there was some rumours that the Coalition, who make Gears of War, yes. Uh, now I, I do think Gears Six is is uh, I in really development. Hope not. Oh god damn it! Um, but I there was rumours that they were making something else completely. Uh, they were even working on their engine for a couple of years, I believe. 
Yeah, so. I mean, if Coalition are doing something, it just has to be new. Just stop making Gears games. They're not going to sell. <laughs> they just they've they've been like their sales have just dipped over years. It's like there's no point in making them anymore. Nobody's going to play that shit. I'll tell you what else. Um, you remember that? You remember Perfect Dark, Jay? Do I remember it? It's awful. Yes, continue. Yeah, well, the new one uh, by yeah, the initiative. No, I I really hope that game flops. Oh, I really do. True. I hate Perfect Dark. It's just a shitty version of uh, of like an old James Bond game. It's kind of what it feels like. Jay, I'm looking at this list right, and I'm thinking, what the f would they have done if they didn't acquire like 20 studios? They wouldn't have had anything. They wouldn't have had anything. Nothing. They would have had Forza, and like Gears and Halo. What the hell were they doing? Yeah, man. I think the situation is actually a lot worse than we think it is. I can't wait till they get bloody uh, Activision Blizzard. I'm actually going to have some stuff available. Oh my god, man. Arcane, obviously Redfall's just come out. Nice. Good job there, what? Do you know what sucks about that, Jay? Is that it just puts back the wait for a great game from a great studio, like another three or four years. That's what's frustrating about that. Yeah, can you imagine if they're like developers who are working with xbox right now being like oh no (laughs) (laughs) our game is basically the same level as redfall we need to do something about that sure and tango game works like um thingy just came out didn't it yeah Uh, we're not gonna i mean apparently they are working on two things at once which one of them was hi-fi and one of them something else i don't know ghostwire came out only last year though so people are thinking it might be even within three but i don't know Hard to say. I know Arcane are now hiring for Deathloop 2. So. Yeah, sure. Because okay. uh, the voice actor leaked some shit. <laughs> oh dear. What they do that it? a lot. Yeah. Hmm. It's, all, Let's uh, move it's on, always Jay. voice actors. Like Even the guy for the new Wolverine game <laughs> was talking about shit. Really? Yeah, he had to delete his post. Oh my oh, god. That's hilarious. I reckon we'll see Wolverine, by the way, in the uh, PlayStation. Oh, dear. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Do you think it'll be the size of Miles Morales, though? Like a 20 No, I'm game? hoping it'll be Spider-Man level. And I'm hoping it won't be woke, a woke mess, either. They're not Cause... too bad at that. I'm, I thought Miles Morales was quite a touching story, actually. Yeah, it kind of feels like the Spider-Man seems to be out from that, because it's just Insomniac. But, I mean, you never yeah. know nowadays, do you? Yeah, true. True, true. They try to slip but... it in where they can. <laughs> Uh, right next up um, uh, funnily enough despite our last shows uh, last pods news story Xbox's Activision Blizzard deal approved by European Commission and literally about 10 minutes ago I checked where it's been approved by China now as well approved by China too wow Mm -hmm. so 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 the UK could could, could be the one blocking it out of the 39 countries that have been asked to approve it so far 38 have said yes the only one who said no the UK. What? So they've got every approval they need apart from the UK now. Is that correct? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Wow. I think the FTC is still fighting them on a couple of things too. The American one. Right. Okay. Holy uh, moly. But yeah. I mean, there's definitely been some development in the ABK thing. Apparently the uh, UK government is not very happy with the CMA being like, the fuck are you doing? We need this business. So there's a chance that the uh, British government could actually change the result. 
if they wanted to. Rishi Sunak is actually like, yeah, we need to change this. He's for the ABK deal. Really? Yes. This is so interesting, I Jay. I, mean, I do. I follow this every day. First thing in the morning, I read it or everything I on Twitter at lunch, and then I read it when I get home. That's all I do. I read about the ABK, ABK deal all, all day. The fact I follow like Xbox... five or six people who are like all involved with the actual case. It's like it's I can't believe that our government. This is just blowing my mind. They're very for it because they're like, yeah, we want the economy to grow in the UK. Why are you blocking this? So sure. people are people are genuinely thinking that the CMA and FTC are like colluding with each other with Sony to like block it. People I mean, think I that Sony is actually paying them to like block it. I wouldn't be surprised. So it's very by unethical. That. Yeah. Very unethical. Well, and honestly, I kind of hope that's the truth, and I hope they all go to prison because that's that much shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I hope that's someone goes to jail for that bullshit. Sony, but... you're doing well enough on your own. You don't need to block this shit. Oh, but well Get enough alone. That's a Chevelle song. There we go. It's a good one too. There we go. That came from um, the European Commission's website, by the way, but all of these come from IGN, summarized as and when. Next up, Sony has announced a PlayStation showcase for next week. They have. This comes straight from all all that may 24th this comes from all of their social media stuff and this is the big summer blowout guys this is so get it in the calendar 9 p.m uk time on the tuesday jay is it wednesday 24th? Wednesday. wednesday get it in the calendars this is going to be nuts it's an hour long a little over an hour can't I think Wait. we're pretty much guaranteed to get Spider-Man. I don't know if we're going to get gameplay. That's what I'm worried about. I'm hoping we do get I gameplay. think we're going to get gameplay. I think they're going to do a state of play before it comes out. I think it's going to come out in September, and we're going to see a good chunk of it at this showcase. It's funny. September's looking pretty stacked. Because we will mention this in a little while, but the new Mortal Kombat is coming out in September as well. <laughs> yeah. Why, Jay, why did this crap. come out before the... Because the, the, we're going to see this at the PlayStation Showcase, right? What, Mortal Kombat one? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they just wanted to give them a head. I think it's because the pre-orders start today. So they wanted okay. to get the pre-orders ready ahead of time. Okay. And as they always do this. Uh, NetherRealm are known for having a three-month uh, marketing window. I think they also released the trailer before the showcase because they don't want it to leak. I I reckon. Yeah, that's probably true too. They I think it actually already started to leak before. I think literally about two or three days before they showed it off, it would already start to leak. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jay, as you say, Mortal Kombat 12 now revealed as Mortal Kombat One. Yeah. Um, so for reasons that is going to be difficult to go into, part of the story is there is a time time sort of like bending time travel slash god story element that made it so that the world has basically been rebooted into Mortal Kombat 1 so which has been done three times before in the Mortal Kombat universe but I'm glad it's happening again because I didn't want to go to MK12 I really didn't it would have got just obnoxious at this point what's wrong with MK12 just where the story was going it just would have made it the same shit over and over again you know Right, okay, so you're going to have to explain this to me, Jay, because when I saw this, I thought, okay, we're in a Battlefield 1 situation, and I just thought uh, this is an awful name, an awful, uh, awful name. I think so, most of the consensus is people are like, oh, thank God. <laughs> really? Yeah. Story. It kind of makes sense with the story, too, because I'll do a brief summary, but 
there was a part of the villain of the MK11 was this woman with like a time traveling. She was almost like um, in like in Marvel, like uh, the the Watchers, I guess. Sure. Where they could like change time and manipulate the universe to make it so things would go a certain route. If you've seen Loki, you'll also understand the same sort of premise. Um, so yeah, that was sort of like that. But then Liu Kang sort of became a god and was like, fuck that shit, I'm going to reboot the galaxy. Boom, and just reboots the galaxy, and now he's a god, and it's all changed. That's like a brief summary. Liu Kang's a god now. So. Okay. <laughs> and Liu Kang's the one who does like the furious kicks, where he goes, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? Okay. And right. it, if you know, you know. So, when did the game re- rebooted before? Mortal Kombat 9, was it? Where it was just called Mortal Three. Kombat? Maybe three, five, and eight. Maybe three, five, and nine. Something like that. I can't exactly remember. I know. So, I think I remember three. It got rebooted. Maybe nine. So as well. when it gets rebooted, right? Okay. So all it I basically remember means is... that the universe is sort of like everything that happened in the previous game didn't happen, and now we're just back to where we were in MK One, which is um, people from Earth, people from the Nether Realm, um, collide, and there's a, a a tournament called Mortal Kombat, and they fight each other to the death. That's, Sen- cool. that's essentially it. Right. Okay. So why? Okay. So let's say the Mortal Kombat Nine reboot, because that's the easiest one for me to go off, right? So that was just called Mortal Kombat, which is fine because it was like a three sixty game. You can kind of get away with a bit of a reboot. The graphics look good and whatnot. I feel like that game launched us into this modern era of Mortal yes. Kombat. Yes, Mortal Kombat has had a resurgence since MK Nine, hundred percent. Can I just point out, Mortal Kombat is the best selling fighting game of all time. The the ninth one. All of them. Mortal Kombat oh. as a franchise. Right. So it sold better than Street Fighter. It sold better than Tekken. It's the best selling one of all time. Crazy. I think MK11, I think, was in recent history the best selling video game of all time or like a fighting game. Fighting of all time. game. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it so, sold like so... 20 plus million or something. Like it's rid- <sighs> Fighting games don't usually sell over a million copies. Let's put it that way. So what I thought was impressive, Jay, was Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 were well, both. I've played gigant- them all, by the way, and it's sure. weird because I've, like, you know me, I've fallen off of like fighting games. I'm yeah. tempted to play this one. <laughs> okay. But yeah, go on. I'm oh, sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 it's okay. I was just gonna say, um, like I feel like this modern era, Jay, these games are so big. I'm so like as someone who doesn't even play them, I'm so impressed by everything yes. they do. The story is so fucking big. It's like a five-hour fucking cutscene movie and it's a fighting game, Not let alone the multiplayer. Like, Yeah, no, Mortal Kombat is sort of one of those... It's weird, like, I never really used to be that into it. And then MK9 came out and I was like, oh, I'm hooked. And then, obviously, I, I'd been playing Street Fighter at the time, but Street Fighter Six comes out in, like, two weeks and I'm not really that fast. Oh, Jay, dude, that game looks awesome. It does, it's annoying, but I feel like I feel like I have a lot more fun on Mortal Kombat than I do on Street Fighter. It's just one of those things where I think I've played it enough to be like, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm good, I think. Sure. Like, I don't know, Street, I, I think the weirdly, like, Street Fighter tries to make the game more accessible every time a new one comes out, but the more you get into it, the more real you realise how complicated it actually is, and then it just doesn't become fun anymore. Like, is it like you kind of, let's say you start in a room, right, and you're sorting out puzzles and stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, cool, 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 and then you open a door to another hundred puzzles and you're like, yeah, oh literally, my God. Yeah, like from the outside, Street Fighter is <clears throat> press these buttons in this order 
and you'll take away half the person's health and then do it again and you'll kill them, right? And then on the next round, you'll have enough bar for a super so you can take off a big chunk of their thing and get make sure you, you combo into that super and it'll be great. <clears throat> but once you get into like past that level, like level one, level two is, well, how do I open up my enemy, my who I'm killing, you know, who I'm trying to fight? How do I open them up so when they're blocking, I can then do actual damage to them? And that on its own is like, a bit of a ball ache to be honest so it's kind of like there's that but then you've got to think about frame data then you've got to think about like the meta in terms of tier lists and combos and you've got to think about uh matchups like certain characters do worse against other characters and better against others so there's like let's say you do like zangief versus dalsim dalsim's gonna win that like eight times out of ten so it's, it, would, it would be called an eight two matchup because out of ten matches it would win most of the time like you have to be a really fucking good zangief player to beat a dalsim because Dalsim has the reach and the the projectiles, and Zangief is a grappler, so he can't ever get in because he's constantly getting hit by the long, stretchy arms or whatever. Like it's that kind of thing. Like that's that's all fun, but it's just it gets a bit draining after a while. Sure. <laughs> and you do sure. have all that in Mortal Kombat. I just feel like it's a bit more fun because like the gore element and the sort of like goofiness of it. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It's just it, this is more of a personal thing. But I, I really, I just don't want to spend money on video on fighting games anymore. I just because sure. I'll start playing it and I won't play it after a week and I'll just be pissed off at myself. Well, is there any chance that um, either of these games will come to PS Plus or Game Pass the next well, we, year? Well, MK11 is on Game Pass. Okay, but it came out four or five years ago. Sure. So. Does that mean then, so Jake, a couple of quick questions on Mortal Kombat then, right? Mm. So they've been working on because they didn't do Injustice Three. They've been working on this game for like three, four years. I think almost five years. I think by the time it comes out, it'll have been five years, yeah. But usually they make them in like two, three years. Yeah, so every they make a new Mortal Kombat every three to four years. Yeah. But in between that, they'll usually release an Injustice or something else. Sure. But they haven't done that at all this time. They've been like, fuck it, we're going to spend a lot longer on just MK1. But what... So that makes me think that does that mean this game is going to be the best Mortal Kombat ever made? Like The best one? Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully. The, uh, one detail I can talk about. So, do you know what an assist is in a fighting game? No. Okay, so in some fighting games you have it where... You know how in a fighting game it's like 1v1, right? Yeah. Some fighting games are 2v2 or 3v3. So you have yeah. other characters that you use that come in after your character's been killed. Yeah. Or you can, or even sw- like you can swap them right? out as well if you hold down a certain button. Sure. But there's in, in Marvel vs. Capcom 1... It was one v one, but you could have an assist character come in and like do a do an attack. Okay. They're going to be doing that in MK one. They've literally been like, we're just going to do NBC one and be like main character one v one, but you're going to have an assist character help you if you press a certain button. Which a lot of old fighting game heads are like, fuck yes, finally like NBC one is back, but it's now MK one. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Okay. So cool. that's pretty exciting for me, especially like I can't wait for that. That's pretty exciting. Okay. And um. My other question is, why would they spend so long on this game? I think they just wanted to... Because these games always sell well, so they could have like spent half the time on it and it would have been just the same. Well, that's what I mean. But I think they just yeah. wanted to They wanted to, you know, really see what they could do with it. They wanted to be like, right, what can we do with an extra two years, you know? It's a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically Mortal Kombat always has the same amount of time, which is four years. So they've technically had the same amount of development time. It's just they've not had them making something else at the same time i think 
I mean, they could also have been making something else. We don't know. Like in two years, we could get a new injustice or a new something. Like I remember uh, Ed Boon, who's like the main. Uh, he's the guy. guy. He's the creator yeah. of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, I think he put out a poll like two or three, maybe maybe a year and a half, two years ago, being like, I think he listed off four games of like, what do you want us to make next? And it was like a Marvel game, a new um, uh, Mortal Kombat, a uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC game, and like something other, like a new IP. And I think a lot of it was like, obviously, I think the most is probably Mortal Kombat. But a lot of it was like Marvel, and he was saying we've actually like thought about making a Marvel game, and it's definitely a possibility in the future. Like they've had mm. talks with Marvel and Disney to be like, yeah, we want to make a Marvel game. But like, is that does that encroach on the Marvel versus Capcom sort of space? Or? Marvel versus Capcom is dead. It's been dead since twenty eighteen, since the third game. No, so you know well. So they brought out the third game that did really really well, and then they brought out another game called Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, and that just just didn't do very well it was awful it bombed hard is that the switch exclusive no 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 it was everywhere but it just didn't do very well really oh okay. yeah it was it was not great okay um but mismanagement most of it pretty much so do you think if they did a marvel game it would keep this sort of well, same, it would um, basically be injustice and stuff? with marvel characters is there is there gore and injustice is it pretty brutal that's a good point that's probably why that didn't happen <laughs> it's pretty graphic I mean, compared to like Marvel vs. Capcom, which is like all sort of like, you know, cartoony sort of hitting and punching. There's not really a lot of blood in that. There is no sure. blood. Sure. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think, I don't think Neverrealm would probably be allowed to make a Marvel game if they'd have to really make it pretty, uh, you know, T for teen, as it were. Oh, you're right, PG-13. dude. I don't even remember Infinite coming out, to be honest with you. Yeah, you wouldn't do. It was very forgettable. Wow. Shame. I assume they called it Infinite to try and keep it as like a platform that they keep updating, right? Uh, no, I think it was just in line with like the sort of like end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I think Endgame was coming up, so they wanted to like introduce characters. Actually, I think it might have even come up just before Captain Marvel came out, and they were like, "Let's get this character known." So sure. like shove her in the game, uh, and then people were like, "We don't like the character. Why the fuck is she in the game?" <laughs> and that just, yeah, it just didn't. They also didn't introduce any of the characters from like previous, but a lot of the characters from previous Marvel games. And so people were like, "What the fuck? This game isn't even like anything close to what we wanted it to be." Like, uh, it was basically like a shitty version of Marvelous Capcom Three, like a way worse version. It was like, why would you do that to yourselves? Just make it. Put the characters who the, they basically made the game without the FGC in mind, the fucking game community in mind. They just like fuck it, we're going to make our own version of it, and not even care about the people who actually buy the game. Which is like not insane. What, you're basically making a game for people who aren't going to play the game. It's like, what's the point? You know? Sure. Just, My quick comment also, Jay. What's with the uh, obsession of Infinite as a game title? You know what I mean? <sighs> I think uh, yeah, because uh, AC are doing it. Obviously, Halo are doing it. Bioshock and then Bioshock. Like, oh, it's just everywhere. I dude. think it just it just gives this the consumer an idea of it, we're going to be around for a while, so buckle up. That gives me benefit. fucking anxiety. Yeah, not. Eh, I mean, I'd, I'd feel better me. if the game was called Finite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what uh, Halo Infinite kind of feels like at the minute. Pretty fun. Well, like, true, yeah. true. Jay, you okay if we move on? Please, yeah. So you mentioned obviously you haven't necessarily been playing a lot of games, which is fine. It's sometimes really. good actually. I need a bit of but, a break. I've had I had a bit of a a bit of a go of it a couple of weeks ago, so But you have been playing a couple of small things. So why don't you tell All us about small, small things. things? Yeah. 
why don't you tell us about some of the um all right i'll uh i'll start things. with honkai so I've, I've definitely brought it up maybe in in conversation previously but honkai star rail is made by the same people hoyoverse um who did genshin impact ah, genshin, so genshin impact of... yes 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 genshin right. impact had a massive global virality to it like it it you know it blew up essentially um and so they're like yeah let's do that again but for mobile again mobile only this time because genshin was console too is um, genshin still massive by the way yeah still pretty big it's definitely fallen off over the years it's gotten less and less and less but very gradually and it's, it's still making millions and millions every day um but then so they also made a game called honkai third impact on okay. mobile, which again, massive game. They made that before Genshin. So they were like, yeah, let's go back to Honkai and continue that universe a little bit. So that's what they've did. They've sort of continued that universe in a, in a way. Not in the same way, but in a similar way. Um, and it is having a pretty similar impact to Genshin. I wouldn't say it was on the exact same level, but it, it's making it's currently making more money than Genshin is, I think. So, And Genshin was the number one mobile game in history. Wow. So is it good? So it's pretty fucking phenomenal. It's I I don't know, we we might have been doing the podcast back then. But the sole reason I have this phone was to play Honkai Star Rail. Like I was it I had a really bad iPhone, I think it was like iPhone six or seven, seven. like it just wouldn't yeah. play anything at the time. Yeah, I remember you saying in the pod, um, yeah. I was like as soon as my contract ends, I'm gonna get a new one, I'm gonna play this was twenty twenty one, November twenty twenty one. I was like, Yeah, that game should be out in like a few months, I'll be playing it then. Cut to two years later, it's still not out. <laughs> and it's only just, it came out, oh, when did it come out? March? No, beginning of May, I think. So it's only been out two weeks or so. Um, but yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. I uh, My dad's annoying me. He's going to hear this, but um, he's got more five-star characters than me, and I'm pissed off about it. Isn't it, is it pure luck? Or? Yeah, it's all luck-based, but he's just, you know. I'm saving all my in-game currency to be able to pull for characters that i really really want later but my dad seems to be spending it all so right okay that's why he's getting good characters it's because i haven't spent anything yet but i'm uh, just i'm just sort of game. like i'm playing that because I, I i mean i don't remember but i hope that that other game uh mobile game i've been playing for 704 days now by the way um alchemy stars i have 150,000 in-game currency on that game and that is the equivalent to probably about a grand's worth of in-game currency can you sell that? I could sell the account, but that's technically illegal to do that. Oh, okay. I could make about a grand if I wanted to. Um, nice. But that's all, all that currency is all just from me playing the game for 700 days. I've probably oh. made, I've probably, I think I've probably made about double that. So I've probably made about two grand's worth of in-game currency by not spending a single penny. Wow. Just by playing the game for two years, essentially. Yeah, I got my notification on the game the other day. I had played 700 days in a row. And the way I know that, um, well, part of the great thing about playing 700 days in a row is, is even if you miss a day, it resets back to one. <laughs> oh. So I've not missed a single day for 704 days. And have, I'm you ever gone through a d- have you ever gone through a day and, you, and you've realized like, oh my God, it's like 11 o'clock and I haven't done it yet? Yeah, maybe once or twice. I think I was in Germany for work and I was like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was like literally like minutes to midnight and I was like, I better do this. Shit. I've had it a few times, definitely. But yeah, man, I'm pretty proud of that. But yeah, so do you um, think... go on, sorry. No, go on, you're good. 
I was just going to say, do you think this will also come to console? or No, uh, I think they said they were going to potentially do it. But I think if, if it's good enough on, on mobile, there's not really much point. I mean, you can play it on PC, so I think most people are playing it on PC, honestly. Um, I'm, I, I thought you were going to ask me whether it was going to stick around as long as Genshin. Well, I just don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it'll be around. Genshin's been out since September 2020, so it's been out almost three years. I think this will stick around. Whether it'll be around for as long, I'm not sure. But I think it has it has the longevity. So, so is there thinking that we could have multiple games doing similar things, and that would make more money, even though it would diversify the Genshin audience? If that makes sense. Yeah, they know that people that I think part of the reason is because they could see the decline of Genshin. So, like, right, we need to make something that's going to revitalize that money we were making before right so even though Genshin's still massive it is slowly declining like all things yeah i mean it's been three years i mean people slowly wean off that kind of stuff you know sure okay that makes um, sense they're also making another game i've definitely spoken about this on the podcast before um called zenless zone zero mm-hmm. so triple z okay um and yeah i think each of these games are similar in um art style but they're all different games like uh genshin is an action game where you have four characters on a team but you can only play as one character at a time but you can switch whenever you want so you sort of switch it between combos and stuff whereas uh honkai is a turn-based game so you play as all four characters in a, in a team and it's turn-based you sort of like take your turn basically but you wow, know me okay. i'm a turn-based guy so that's yeah, made yeah, it even yeah. more fun for me well is it wasn't part of the genshin appeal that it was kind of breath of the wildy or yeah yeah Whereas uh, this kind of is, but there's no climbing in this, or there's no verticality in this. It's all ground level. Okay. So, uh, and it's all like, it's a bit like the difference between Dead Island 1 and Dead Island 2, where you had like big out, you've had like an area that was like a big open world area in, in the first game, which is Genshin. Whereas in this one, you have lots of little areas you can travel in between, which is like Dead Island 2. Okay. And also, <clears throat> can, after you've played this game, can you see why this game would need a new phone out of curiosity? Yeah, no, my old get my old phone wouldn't have even come close to being able to play this. Really? Um, I, yeah, I struggled to play Genshin on my last phone, so. Sure. Yeah, I only ever, ever really played it on console. But yeah, no, it definitely needs it. It's, I'm glad it does. I mean, even when the last update came out, my phone struggled a little bit. I was like, oh God, that's not good. I think I have to play it on medium just to be able to do it well. Wow, so... so- what sort of so, so like would it be like the whatever the hell it's called now the the Pro Max or whatever would that be the only yeah, one? Yeah, was it the thirteen that's out now? Fourteen. Fourteen. Like one the fourteen Pro Max. Uh, would if be I the was one. using that, I'd, it would, I'd probably be able to play everything on Ultra and it'd be fine. Yeah. Right. Okay. So are some I don't people buying? The, I don't need that. Are some people buying the top of the range iPhone? <sighs> like I assume some kids are buying top of the range iPhones just to play the games on no i think if you're a, if you're a mobile gamer you've probably got an android if i'm honest oh android's better, better for games. mobile games yeah oh, okay they're, they're basically like a, a mobile game uh, androids are more like emulators whereas ios is more like for everything else fine okay <coughs> but i don't like android. Better in everywhere yeah that's yeah cool. yeah yeah okay all right and um you uh, you're going to play the Street Fighter Six Open Bay, which is this weekend. Yeah, I'll probably dabble, but again, like I mentioned earlier, I, I'm kind of waiting for the Mortal Kombat beta if there's going to be one. I'm pretty sure there's. Actually, I think today or 
at some point in the next week, there's going to be a like a uh, okay. So when Mortal Kombat 11 had its marketing, they had what's called the Combat Cast with two Ks because they they spell everything that has a C or a K. They always put a K sure, in front of it. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. So the Combat Cast was sort of like this weekly thing where they'd sort of update you on Mortal Kombat news. I think they're bringing that back, hopefully. So okay. I'll be I'll be tr- keeping up with Mortal Kombat news as best I can. I'm hoping they're going to talk about a beta for the game. I think there is going to be a beta for the game in August. Yeah, August. So I'm more okay. looking forward to that than I am Street Fighter. I mean, Street Fighter is like I'm sort of beyond it at this point a little bit. It's, it's well, you say of... that, Jay, though. But what what are the chances that you you play this beta and uh, you you can't wait for the game to come out? No, I just I just I I don't have the capacity in my brain anymore for that information. It takes as, it honestly. As a game. It it just takes so much out of you. Yeah, like you you need a lot of brain. You need a lot of uh, like I, I could play it super casually. Sure. But it, it it'd be a waste of money, I think, at that point. If it was if it was free to play, it'd be worth it. But it's not. So. Interesting. It's much like Overwatch. Like Overwatch is the only reason I play it is because it's free to play. If that game had been sixty or seventy quid, I wouldn't have ever bought it. But Overwatch isn't that complicated, is it? No, but in terms like there's you have to be good at the game to do sure. well. And okay. it's the same. So I, I could play. I play the game fairly casually, but I'm fairly good, and I sure. could do the same with Street Fighter. Like I could be casual, but I, I would want to get better. Sure. And I wouldn't be able to do that unless I put the work in. Okay. And I'm Fair just enough. not. I just don't want to put the work in. I just can't be asked. Fair enough. <clears throat> Too much of an effort. All right. Fair. Um, you missed something. Yeah, well, I thought you wanted to talk about this last because you oh, go for you it. were pretty jazzed about it. But the Diablo Four, Diablo beta. Four Server Slam is what it was called. Service Slam. So you could only get to level twenty in this one, not twenty-five. Okay. Um, and as long as you got to max level and you beat the world boss, you got a special um, in-game, um, what do you call it, like skin thing, you know? Sure. They give you a special reward for the game, which they did for the last beta as well. And uh, I was a bit worried because I I got to level 20, uh, but I didn't beat, the first time around, I did not beat the world boss. And everyone's like, oh shit, is this really difficult? Like, are we not going to be able to do this? But then we realized that we were actually on the the higher difficulty. That's the reason why we didn't beat the world boss. (laughs) So we put the difficulty down to back to easy and we beat it the second time. So it's fine. And how was the world boss? World boss is great. It was the same as beta. We already knew what we were doing. Pretty easy. Same old, same old. Okay, but uh, like I say, the beta size is about twenty percent of the actual game itself. So, and the beta is massive, <laughs> fucking huge. It, in oh terms of the what size? Yeah, it's just it's ginormous. Oh, interesting. Okay, it takes ages to do everything. Just in the first bit. Did you do everything? Uh, no, I wouldn't be. I'd have to play it all day, all night to be able to do everything. Right. Okay. Let's say if I, let's say I started when the beta began and, and kept playing until it had finished, I probably wouldn't have got done everything. Okay, and that was we're talking like forty-eight plus hours. Jesus. Yes. Exactly. Why is it so? Why why put so much of the game in it? It's it's a beta. Like why? That's what I'm saying. But that's a, that's that's a fifth of the game. A fifth. Oh, Jay, and they only they only just showed off. They only just showed off the full map the other day, and it's fucking ginormous. I can't oh, wait. Let's put it this way: this Diablo is the biggest Diablo game. But I thought Diablo was better off in terms of doing the whole, doing the same world, but the maps are regen, the maps are auto generated, and uh, you're a high level, like Diablo three. Do you know um, what I mean? Like there's four worlds. Yes and no. You... Okay. 
yes, the dungeons are like randomly generated, I guess. Sure. But the actual world itself is is a constant. It's sanctuary. Like it's it's a pretty big country. I guess you could put it at that. Okay. Like if you if you look at Diablo one, two, and three and four, in different parts of sanctuary you've allowed to have go in to have gone to. Yeah. I think there's only been one crossover, which I think was between Diablo three and four. Okay. Or it might have been three and two. Like there's the sanctuary is a big place. <laughs> There's even places in Sanctuary we haven't been to yet out of 1, 2, 3, and 4. There's still places they can still go to. Sure. So, uh, yeah, lots to look forward to. Lots of different biomes, and there's like a desert area, a swampy area, an ice area. Okay, cool. Lots to look forward to. But the one thing me and you have been talking about a lot is what class am I going to be playing as, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I was talking to you, and you were like, right, gun to your head, and I was like, okay, god, rogue, I guess, right? Yeah. But I'm even questioning that again. I'm just like, oh god! Like it, it changes every day because people are finding new builds, new metas, new potential builds. Because a lot of it is like, is like theory crafting of like what could this build do versus this one. And it's like there's like every day it changes. So I'm constantly like, oh okay. I think the one thing I can say is that sorcerer sort of seems to be the middle of the road class, like the one that's not too tanky, not too much damage. It's sort of like right in the middle. Which you'd think, me being me, the Gold Lux would be like, oh, that's what I'm going for. But I kind of like, I like glass cannons and I like tanky characters. So I kind of want to go either end of the spectrum rather than in the middle. Well, you probably go both anyway, right? I'll do all of them eventually. Sure. And we do, there has kind of been leaked a sixth class. It's one of, there's potentially been a seventh class as well, but people don't quite know if it's true. It's right, a rumor okay. that is, has some level of evidence behind it. So is there any chance that, what I'm afraid of is that, should you wait until the game comes out anyway, because they might change stats for certain things? Yes, they'll be, yeah, annoyingly launches, let's put it this way, if I choose my class day one, by day three we'll know if I've made the right choice. (laughs) Sure. And this is, by the way, this is early access, it comes out June 1st, the game doesn't officially launch till June 5th. Okay. So I'll have played the game four days before some people have even touched the game, and I'll know whether or not what class is the best class, probably. Well, you, you would have played through the game by then, right? No, I probably would have maybe just started the second area. Second if area. I was lucky, I might have just started the second area. Okay. The second... Right, okay. Now, and there's now five I'm areas. Panic attack. Right, okay. Five areas. Any idea on the achievement or trophy list at all at the moment, Jables? No, honestly, I haven't really thought about much. I'm kind of more concerned about gearing my character. That's like why I'm having a bit of anxiety about because this game is sort of revolves. They keep saying the game isn't revolved around um, loot, but it really is. Like they they're making a point as like, yeah, loot really isn't that important in this game. Like you can have sort of anything and do really well. Fuck that. Everything that's changed about the classes and in, in like the meta of like the betas and stuff, the only thing that makes a character good realistically is the loot and what what you get on your loot. Because there's like sure. certain things that give makes it so your skills are improved in certain ways, and like most of the build is d- d- determined by what loot you have. Okay. Like skills really are important. They've definitely made it more of a like your your skill build is very important, but they've kind of downplayed the fact that loot is actually really important. Like sort of uh borderlands important or like yeah another game? yeah i guess borderlands important is a way of putting it 
Okay. I say, I say, it's actually pretty much like that, yeah. Because like your your build, I'd say Borderlands Wonderlands. I'd say your skills were probably the thing that actually made your. Actually, no, it was the loot, wasn't it? Yeah. Was the guns, man? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. I guess Borderlands is a good example. Okay. But I mean, they've they've really they've nerfed a lot and they've buffed a lot, and it doesn't they. I think that a lot of the classes were very overtuned in some of the early betas, and they've now made them feel so undertuned that it just feels like, why the fuck am I even playing this? It just feels awful now. So they're still balancing stuff. Yeah, but they haven't done a they haven't done a great job. Uh, depending on who you ask, it, it's either they've done an amazing job or a terrible job. So Jay, my question then: so Diablo Four as a general, as a game, right? How is it stacking up with Diablo? Like we both love Diablo <coughs> Three. Diablo Three has mainly been the only Diablo I've ever played, but I loved playing it. Mm. Are we looking at a polished Diablo, which we always wanted? Are we mm-hmm. looking? Is this going to be that follow-on that we always wanted? Hundred percent. Yes. Okay. I think graphically, it is the most impressive and definitely the best-looking Diablo. Okay. I think ambition in terms of like story and uh, character progression in the game, hundred percent, it's the best it's ever been. Okay. Um, Loot-wise, could be improved, but still probably the best we've had. Weirdly, I actually think this. It's funny. This actually. From the outside, you'd think it'd be the most accessible, but Diablo, but it feels less accessible than Diablo Three. Really? Yeah, I say so. so. We, I think you kind of need though, to Diab- be a bit more of a Diablo fan to like understand the game properly. But to be fair, Diablo Three um, was, I would say, would you argue to borderline too accessible? Or yeah, I'd say it was on the line of getting close to accessible. Sure. Okay. Yeah, this one, def- this one feels more to Diablo 2 form. Like, let's, let's put it this way. This might as well have been called Diablo 2 2. Sure, sure. It's gone back to that gritty, kind of hardcore Diablo, which I think is a good thing. I don't think people would have liked it if it had been Diablo 3 2, you know? Yeah, agree. I agree. I agree. People would have been pissed off. Anyway. That's funny. We've been talking about Diablo this entire time. I forgot that when I was playing Diablo 3, Chevelle was like my discography for that entire game. No way. Yeah, that's another reason why I love them as well. But like you have that, right? There's certain games where you're like, oh, that album or that band is that game for me. Here's one off the top of my head. Volume 3, Subliminal versus Slipknot, Skyrim. Ah, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, no, totally. I, 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 I sometimes wonder, Jay, like, does it ruin either one of those mediums a little bit? Or, do you it, know what I mean? No, no, no. It elevates it. Both of them? Yeah. Like I, I, I much I like Chevelle more because I played Diablo during it, and I like Diablo sure. three more because I had Chevelle on at the same time. Dude, Diablo is such a great music game. Oh yes, perfect. Especially uh, it's funny. I my first playthrough of Diablo three, no music. Mm. Second playthrough, Chevelle. Sure. But my second playthrough is more enjoyable than my first playthrough. Third playthrough, Celine Dion. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay. So, Jay, I haven't been playing too much. And there is a game I have been playing, which I think you might... Your last achievement was like 20 days ago. Ah, well... So you've probably been on PlayStation the entire time. I'm on the PlayStation. But I I will say, I am genuinely not playing that much at the moment. I'm I'm trying to give myself a bit of a break so that I want to play when I do play. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Because I've got Diablo in two weeks, so... Sure. 
So I have been playing something on PlayStation, which I think you'd be very surprised by if you don't know I'm playing it. So I don't want to talk about it just yet. I want to talk about it when I finish it. But you, I think you'll be pretty fucking surprised on playing it. The, okay. the main thing I want to talk to you about, Jay, is where I'm at with Dark Souls. Okay. I'm going to keep talking about Dark Souls. I'm going to keep updating you keep where we're at, okay? Right, so here's where we're at, okay? So I've gotten up to the point of the game where I've got to get the four big Lord Soul things, right? And I've got yeah. to fill the Lord's vessel. <laughs> so yeah. first question, Jay. Am I okay? Okay, I'm... <laughs> I don't know, are you? <laughs> no, right? no. I am oh. stuck on Gravelord Neo, okay? Oh, that's a beautiful one, dude. I, knew you'd, get, I knew you'd get stuck on that. sucks. <laughs> I knew you'd get stuck on that one. That's hilarious. Um, I've only tried to kill him two or three times, okay? But... One, I haven't actually done the boss run properly because I have run past him every time, so I probably need to do it properly, really. But um, it sucks, Jay. And uh, I've now got a divine weapon to help me with the spawning of skeletons because apparently the skeletons won't respawn if you kill them with a divine weapon, right? Okay, so yeah. I'm going to try that next time I'm in with him. Um and like, hopefully, I think I can avoid his attacks enough to to, to kill him. I think. So I really I'll think just... we need to have a Dark Souls episode. Okay. We need to go through every boss, and I, I want to get your opinion, <laughs> if you can remember. We can do that. That'd we can great. do that. That'd be really can we fun. do a Bloodborne one? Sure. Can we do Bloodborne one today? Sure. Okay. Cool. I'd have to remember. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> get we'll pull, we'll pull them up. We'll pull them up. Years, I think, since I played it, maybe longer. Or do you want to play? Do you, I assume you don't want to go back and play it to to find out. Do you? I'd love do to you? actually, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, we can play it before we do the podcast if you want. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll think. We'll talk about it. All right. Um. So um, this is where I'm at. So I haven't actually got that many more areas to go, though. I believe, right? Like I've got the Duke Archives well, it and the Crystal Dragon. Because I've got Dark Souls games. You can sort of play in any way you want that's kind of what's so great about them you could literally go from the first boss to the last boss in like 20 minutes yeah like really no time at all yeah. you could technically defeat the last boss with no armor and a single weapon yeah I've, a, I've club, seen that. a club and no armor it's great so um my question for you jay am i okay because i'm stuck on grave or neo and i did this in bloodborne i want to go to another area level up a bit and come back i mean that's pretty much the whole point of dark souls yeah well, CJ, some people would argue, oh, Nick, you need to push through and go through the punishment and torture of doing this so until you win. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, but why would I do that when I can go to three other areas, you know, f- discover <clears throat> the areas, find some items, find some souls, yep. level up, level up. Yeah. and then come back? I, yeah, I, I, sounds like that a great just makes, idea. That's a, it's a fucking RPG, bro. Like, isn't that's, that what yeah, you That's kind of the point. Like, okay. I definitely think there is an order. In quotes. Well, I'm, I'm following the IGN wiki, the so, and they one. say Gravelord Neo's first, but I'm not sure about that. First, as in like the first boss that you do. The first of the Lord vessels, yeah. Let me remind myself who the Lord vessels are. So you got the Chris, the Seath, the Betrayer, whatever the hell, Seath the Scaleless. Hang on. Oh, okay. Lord vessel bosses. Do you still listen to Avril Lavigne? Um, I follow her on TikTok. 
Oh, cool. Okay. She's got some interesting stuff. Stay with me. Okay, so yeah, it's Seas the Scaleless, right? Yeah. Four Kings, Grave, yeah. Grave Lord Neo, and the Bed of Chaos. Oh, what about um, the Witch of Isolith? No? So... Um, I don't think that counts as one, does it? Okay. I thought there was only four. Yeah, same. I thought the Witch of Isolith was the fourth, but I could be wrong. The Bed of Chaos, no? Okay, yeah, I haven't done that bit, so I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, so you know about Grave Lord. Four Kings. Oh, man, the Four Kings one is, is an interesting one. I'm guessing you haven't done that one yet either. Nope. I yeah, have you're, seen you're it. You're going to have fun with, uh, with them ones. Jesus Christ. I have seen it, though. So. I think they've all got the same um, HP. Really? Are you sure? I thought the Four Kings were quite easy. Yeah, I think they've all got 60, 60k. Oh, no, that's wrong. 60k souls is what they give you. Ah, okay. uh, wow, that's a lot. Um, so then, actually, what, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Alright, so yeah, what what about the Lord Vessels then? So, in terms of order of doing them, um, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a difficult one. It's a little bit like a Mega Man type thing, isn't it? Right. Well, anyway, I'm thinking that I'm going to go to another area um, and um, and see how I get on. Yeah, probably a good idea. Because, um, as I say, in my mind, when I was playing Bloodborne, if there's another area I can explore, um, I can always just come back to the bit I'm stuck on, right? Until I'm stuck on a bit and I've done every other part of the game, then I'll need to push through. That makes sense. I get that. But Depending on where I Google, either... Um, which is the fourth one, or the better the chaos is the fourth one? So I don't actually know. I can't remember. Maybe it's like one of the same. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they are the same. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, so that's where I'm at. So I've got. Um, I've just picked up a really good weapon when you join the Grave Covenant, okay. when you when you sleep in the coffin. Um, yes. Oh, dude, and... the sleeping in the coffin. That is like one of those things you see in every Dark Souls game. And whenever you see it, you're like, yay, the coffin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It happens in, in uh, um, Ring. And I was like, oh, God, thank God the coffin's there. I'm glad they didn't take it out. That's so good. Oh, that's funny, dude. That's yeah, funny. it's like one of those things. So, um, that's hilarious. So I got a really good weapon, which apparently is like one of Neo's weapons or something. Yes, he's got a good weapon. So I'm using that along with a spear that I've upgraded. And as I say, I've just got a divine longsword, which I've upgraded as well. Mm -hmm. So here's my strat, Jay. I'm going to go to the other areas, see how I get on. My next question for you, is the painted world worth going oh, to? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Jay, I'm pretty sure they come back to that in the second one too. Oh, spoilers. Um, yeah, everything I'm saying here, by the way, everyone's saying Neo is the hardest one. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, everyone's being like, yeah, Neo just sucks in comparison. So actually, I've almost done myself a favor here because by the time I go back to him after I've done three other bosses, I should be fairly strong. Yeah, I remember Neo giving me a lot of trouble, actually. <sighs> the, the boss run he, he did seem like quite an early boss, though. So maybe I did do him. Maybe you did him early. I feel like I might have done. I might have done Seath last, from what I can remember. 
Because okay. it almost feels like there's certain areas that the game sort of guides you into. And sure. Neo is sort of early, I feel like. Well, he Neo is the uh, the great, like the skeleton path right yeah. at Filing Shrine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess as soon as you're strong enough to, to kill the skeletons, you're going to go for it. I feel like Seath, the Seath area is like one of the harder ones because it's basically a platforming area, but it's like you could die at any second. It's It's sure. a really awful area to go through. It's one of the harder ones to go through. Jay, I definitely think the level design in these games, right, Genius. makes them very memorable. Like, I reckon you can still... Well, if I'm you literally I'm talking it, to you about a game I haven't played since 2008. Right. And I still remember a lot of this shit, you know? It's got quite a striking yeah. impact on the memory like that. Like, no, not, not much level design has that sort of impact, you know? I think maybe we're losing that a bit with open world games, perhaps. I don't know. Like, because they've got... <sighs> It's a linear path, so they can choose how to present it to you. Whereas an yeah. open world game has to provide two to four options, five options of how you approach a situation, if that makes sense. Whereas Dark Souls is more a case of here's the situation, you need to navigate around it. So you haven't gone up against Witch yet, no? No, sir. I seem to remember that one being fairly easy. What what, what route is what route is she? Uh... It's quite a like a fiery bog type area oh the demon the the yeah 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 yeah. the demon um what's it called i forgot what it's called the demon area with all the lava i mean you've got i think you've got the demon fire sage there and i think you've got the the, uh the witch as well yeah i know what area you mean that's the area scares me but yeah i'll go down it most areas in the game are pretty scary that's kind of the thing (laughs) i wish i was quite Favorite boss is definitely the Wolf Sif, hundred percent. Oh, okay, sure. It's like the one that is like everyone remembers. I think is it because it has that Shadow of the Colossus effect where you you kill it and um, you feel bad, or no? I think it's just like it's a massive wolf with a sword in its mouth. Yeah, it's so which cool. you do see that imagery a lot in a lot of the Dark Souls games, by the way. Like that comes up all the time. Okay, there's always a coffin and there's always a wolf with a fucking sword in its mouth. <laughs> it's fucking everywhere, dude. It's um, Hilarious. it's surprising how scary these areas still are, actually. Considering I'm yeah, playing Remastered, which came out in 2012. I back think? at no. some of this stuff, and I'm like, wow, that is uh, I remember that. That's interesting looking. Yeah. Furthermore, Jay, it's actually quite striking how different Demon Souls is as I a game. I want to go back to play this. Honestly, I'm kind of like, oh, should I play Dark Souls again? <laughs> Like Demon Souls as a game is is like I know I played the remake right, so it looked you know a hundred times better than the original, mm. but that game is is so ahead of its time really. Well, I mean, it is the first of the Souls games, really, isn't it? Right, but so like kind of set the stage. It's um, it's fucking it's wild actually, Jay. Like Dark Souls is a classic. I completely get that. Um, but yeah, Demon Souls is um, it's not yeah, it's not quite as memorable, I would say, as as dark, the design of Dark Souls is, and some of the areas like you can really feel the um sort of finesse in Dark Souls compared to Demon Souls. Like, you, it feels a lot more some the whole game feels more purposeful. There are some areas in Demon Souls where it feels a little bit like, okay, we, you know, you, you got to go down here because we want you to go down here. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're Demon extending Souls the area. Kind of was like the beta to Dark Souls, really. It was like, what do we do? Let's play this. Let's, let's make this game. 
see how we feel about it. Like we'll improve on that next time, and we'll make it a more, you know, formed idea sure. of what we want. And that's yeah. Every every game after uh, Demon Souls, sort of, it just, everyone was a new improvement. Like change this, but this, try this instead. Like I thought, Dark Souls Two was quite experimental, I think, in comparison to uh, the rest of the games. Sure. Dark sure. Souls Three was sort of like a, a back to form kind of game. It was like, oh, okay, we've we've we want to get rid of that. They didn't really work, so we'll just go back to Dark Souls One, basically. <laughs> sure. But like, really fucking improve on it. Dark Souls Three was, oh, man, so cool. I really want to go back and play these now. You're yeah? like freaking, you know, make me want to go back. I've heard Dark Souls Three, Jay, is is actually. I feel like Dark Souls 3 was uh, sort of there was a lot of momentum from Bloodborne and that's like one of the mm-hmm. more sort of more favored ones of, of the of I, the I say the comparison weirdly of Dark Souls 1 2 and 3 is a lot like episode 1 2 and 3 of Star Wars. Right, okay. Very similar. Well, like the first one was amazing cuz it was the first one it was back to where, you know, back to Star Wars. You had pod racing which is a classic, right? Second was like Okay, politics, Different. I guess. Sure. And then the third one was like, yo, that fight, sick. That's kind of the best way to describe one, two, and three. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah, it. That's probably my way of thinking about it, I guess. So I'll go through some different areas. I'll go to the painted world to level up to. Mm, definitely. Um, and we can obviously talk about. It more might be Dark worth Googling certain areas and like level that you should be in each area. Because that's okay. sort of like the main thing about, like, you know, in AC Origins. Yeah. Areas, oh, yeah. levels recommended. Yeah. Think of that as that's what Elden Ring is. Does that's... Elden Ring tell you that? Mm. No. No, but it's it sort of became more of the meta, I guess, online of like, you should probably not go to this area until you're at least this this level. And I feel like that's what it should be with Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. So I recommend Googling if someone has a map they've made. That tells you each area and each recommended level for each one because it's okay. it's usually going to be good to follow that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend. I don't know if there is one because I never, I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing back then, but um, I would recommend it. Okay, I've got it. Yeah, there seems to be a website, so I will check it out. Thank yeah, you very tons much. Of stuff. Extra life is usually one of the best places to go. I will let you know how I get on. Oh, Sweet. also, Jay, I'm, honestly, I did I'm, ha- I'm kind of like excited for you at this point. Like watching someone go through this is like, oh, cool, awesome. Yeah, no satisfying. fair. I'm, 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 um, I'm like absorbing the satisfaction. Well, fortunately, because it's a game that's very much about the, the playing it, um, it's still very, 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 very fun to play. Um, it's weird because because I have now have all this like knowledge and. Uh, uh, I guess skill in mm. Dark Souls. I kind of want to apply that to Dark Souls One and see if it improves my experience. Sure. I want to see if me being a better player now would actually make the game easier or more enjoyable. I don't know. Maybe it make it worse. <laughs> oh, say. dude! I thought I was over leveled. I was wrong. I was so wrong. Are you extremely under leveled? I. And by how much? Look. Tell me. What level no, are you I'm, currently? I'm, I'm going to guess you're in like the 40s or something. I'm 62. Oh, that's higher than I thought. So the Grave the four area. the four um thingamajigs vessels, yeah, Lord vessels. They're all saying, well, Nito, Seath, and the four kings are all saying 50 to 70, 75. Okay. And then so they're saying the better there. chaos is up to 80. Yeah, and then yeah, they're I'd saying. 
And then they're saying Gwyn's up to 70 to 100. Yes, definitely. Gwyn so, is game stuff, so... So, and they're also saying paint a world of Aramius, whatever, um, uh-huh. is saying 60 plus 2, but that seems like high level to me. Because that... I did Ornstein and Smell when I was like level late 40s, maybe early 50s, and that's in that oh, right. place. Yep. So, is it really that, you know? Well, that's the thing. You can have areas within areas that are higher. Sure. There's like certain places you shouldn't go and come back to later. Kind of I thing. think I'll do the Four Kings and then maybe go to the Duke Archives. Okay. Ooh, the Duke Archives, dude. I was always Wait. scared to go into the Duke Archives. That always well, scared they're the shit saying... out of me. This. Oh, okay. Interesting. You know, like, Duke Archives is just full of mages and they decimate you. <laughs> oh. You're not going to enjoy that one, I don't think. They're saying that Neo is not as hard as the Bed of Chaos. That's more of in a terms skill of levels. issue. In terms of levels. Yeah, it's more of a skill-based thing. Uh, uh, yeah, what I they're, what they're basically it, saying huh? there is, for someone who maybe isn't as skilled and just wants to go off of pure power, you're talking more about that, I'd say. Furthermore, Jay, you know Elden Ring, right? I do try not it. spoil anything for me if you can. I will but, try not to. But in Slam terms of <laughs> sure, in terms of area and levels, um, Ooh, yeah, this is a good question. I know is, this very well. is 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 there not more of an opportunity to become over level because it's such a big game, or is it just that well designed that there is always really S- second one? Yeah. That's fucking mad. Although I did grind to overlevel. Okay, sure. There's one area you can go to, you can just like cheese it and you get like a level every six minutes or so. Right, okay. Give or take. Although I, I think there's actually a route you can take where if you start the game, you can get to like the mid game point or like almost to the mid game point within the first like 20 ish minutes. And it can be like level 40-ish, I think, within the first 20 minutes, which is what I did. I just sort of I skipped past a load of stuff and then went back to the beginning and like, right, right, I'll go through it now. <laughs> and I struggled okay. then. I struggled even at like over-level, I struggled, so. Dude, I'm just thinking, right, like the the culture that has been created from Dark Souls is so fun. Distracting. Well, actually, I was going to say dis- the, the bad culture is so distracting from like like people will make you believe like you shouldn't even know like you shouldn't even follow anything you shouldn't look up anything you should just do everything blind right okay. like like enjoy the challenge like you shouldn't know where to go for the best weapon you shouldn't all this kind of bullshit right and i'm to like agree yeah i mean it depends just... on how you got what you what what you where your enjoyment comes from does it come from the challenge and the adventure right. or does it come from the skill after having known what the knowledge is, for me it's the right. second one. Like I want to, I want to gain, I want to download the information, and then I want to be able to be like, right, now can I put that knowledge into practice? Rather than trial and error. I'm not much of a trial and error person. Sure. I am in my work life, weirdly, but not in my uh, in my uh, hobby in gaming life. I'd rather know everything I need to know, and then be like, right, how do I go from here? How sure. do I improve upon uh, even knowing everything? You know, that's like yeah. you can know f- uh, fucking everything, but still not be good at the game. So that's my that's like my my challenge is knowing everything and proving to myself that I can be good at it, even with the knowledge. I like to put my knowledge into practice rather than having to f- 
take a hundred hours to gain that knowledge and then be good at the game. So I'd much rather no be prepared and then gain the skill. That's totally. my way of going about. You know, that's that's personal preference, but yeah. Yeah. No. Agreed. Okay, great. Well, let's finish off with some guest feature review, Jay. This episode's turned out longer than I expected. I hope it's still of good quality, but I guess well, we'll see. because we were just trying to like fill, and we filled much more than we thought we were going to. Well, I wasn't even trying, to be fair. But, no, I wasn't um... really trying either, but there we go. <laughs> okay, well, let's finish off with some guess who's review. So, in case you guys don't know, guess who's review, we pick some <coughs> random game quotes from a random game review, and then one of us has got to try and guess the game. So, let us commence. So, last week, Jay picked the game. So, it's my turn to pick the game, of which I have already picked. So, without further ado, let us commence. Mm. Jay, let me see what quote I want to give you. Okay, this is very, very broad. Okay, I'm not trying to be harsh. But I think quotes two and three are fairly obvious. Okay, quote number one. The first fight with character X had me both laughing hysterically and scrambling frantically for a way to defend myself. That's extremely vague. It is extremely vague. Uh, The first fight with character X had me both laughing hysterically and scrambling frantically for a way to defend myself. So we're thinking about a game where you have to defend yourself. We're thinking about a game which has a villain in it or a character which is obviously against you, but is still funny. To some extent. To some yeah. extent. There's one that comes to mind instantly, but I don't think it is that. I'll tell you what it is in a second. Okay. Um, trying to gauge what kind of game this is, though. Defend yourself, it, bro. The, the defending yourself thing is the thing that's, that's tripping me up here. Because if it's a game that has some sort of mechanics in it where you can defeat enemies, you think, well, I'm going to defend myself by using my gun or using my sword, whatever it means, my loot that I have, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's a game where you don't actually have weapons necessarily, but you have to defend yourself from maybe things around, it's making me think of a game like scorn almost or like like a walking simulator that tends to have a weapon in it at some point you know i'll be honest jay scorn is not that far from yeah i know that's what I'm making me think it's, it's making me think that it's that kind of game almost you're like not a... that far away oh actually hang on missing with your friends yeah. okay i have a guess Okay. Do the fir- Say the quote one more time. The first fight with character X had me both laughing hysterically and scrambling frantically for a way to defend no. myself. The, the comedy aspect of it is ruining my guess. Right, I'm going to say this, and I think it's wrong. I'm going to okay. say. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say Borderlands pre-sequel. I know it's wrong. Incorrect. Yeah, I was just thinking like I was thinking like Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack. No, fair enough. That fair was like enough. my thing. I was like villain, funny, yeah. funny, really, really. No, fair enough. But yeah, fair enough. Jack, Borderlands didn't really fit in with the sort of almost like scorn thing, which is what was tripping me up. Okay, quote number two. I think you might get it from this, but let's uh... see. 
This game has no hiding or heavily stealth-focused gameplay, contrary to what its first-person horror style might lead some to believe. Yeah, see, now it's making me go up to my initial guess. But that's, that shouldn't be funny. Don't focus on the funny, okay? Think of it as funny in terms of, like, frantically defending yourself, but because they're so ludicrous, you're laughing at some of the things they say. You know, a bit like when you see people on stream, like, running, like, they're like, ah! You know what I mean? Yeah, now, this is all throwing me off. I'm going to throw out some guesses here, and I'm not, uh, these aren't, like, actual guesses, but in my mind, I've got, like, Alien Isolation and Outlast. That's, like, my guesses that I've got in my head right now as to, like, this is where I'm going, but everything you're saying is throwing me off of that direction entirely. And I don't know if I should be worried about that or not. Again, you're not that far away. You're not as far as you think you are. Oh, no. No, that wouldn't be it. Damn it. You're not as far as you think you are. I know. There's a lot of those types of games that I just don't think about very often, so I probably would never be able to guess it. (sighs) God damn it. Read the first one again. The first fight with Character X had me both laughing hysterically and scrambling frantically for a way to defend myself. And then the second one. This game has no hiding or heavily stealth-focused gameplay, contrary to what its first-person horror style might lead some to believe. You've got this. Come on. You've got this. It is right there, but I just can't. I'm going to make a guess, and I know it's wrong. I'm going to say Ghostwire Tokyo. No. No, I know it wouldn't be. Okay, quote number three. God damn But even as some succeed and others fall flat, this new first-person take on the formula wisely remembers that its survival horror adventure, composed of tense exploration and careful item hunting, and not solely its action that made its early predecessors memorable. Right, this is my final guess, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's wrong, too. Hold on a minute. Jay, we're talking about a franchise. Yes, I know. This is why I think I'm. It might be what it is. Uh, okay. I think it's R- Resident Evil Seven. Is that the right one? Is that your answer? The house one, the one with the fucking. Yeah, it is that. I know it is that because it is. It is that. Well yeah. done. Well done. Yeah. Were they know, too hard? Were those quotes too hard, too broad? No, I got there in the end, but it was difficult. Was you were so to... close. Like Outlast is basically Resident Evil Seven. I like I could see it in my mind's eye, but I couldn't think oh. of what it was. No, that's cool. Took me a second. It's all good. Well, I got there in the end. Got there in the end. Gravy. Let all right, me, let's uh, wrap this up. Let me update the score just so I don't. Oh please, yeah. Scores on the doors. Scores on the doors are currently. Go on. Um. I'm two points ahead of you. Ha. Huh. Not doing very well. No. That's funny. My Guess Who's review, like two guesses ago, was Mortal Kombat 11. It's quite funny, isn't it? That is quite funny. Yeah. I need to make a new one because I don't have any currently. I ran out on the last one. Kill, kill. So, Jay, do you think I'll be alright to go to the Painted World... Like now, or is it hard place? Uh, I'd have to. You'd have to Google. Okay. 
you have to get a consent. But it's, it's the same thing with Dark Souls One. There's not a lot of people really have a good gauge on that kind of stuff. You'd have to. I mean, yeah, you'd have to find someone who was like really good at the game, maybe on YouTube, and had like a good input with it. I don't know. Sure. That's, diff- diff- that's a difficult one. I mean, my my Dark Souls One knowledge is is very face value. It's not a lot of like in depth stuff. Just because back then I was just learning, you know. I don't think I actually got good at Dark Souls until Dark Souls Three, if I'm honest. It took a while to get there. You reckon? Yeah, I'd say Dark Souls One was sort of like my. Oh, I enjoy this type of game, but I'm not very good at it. Like I'm decent, and well, that's funny you say that. I'm decent enough to complete it, and that last boss is not easy. Um, Isn't the run really long as well? Yes. That's uh, <laughs> just quite weird. You said very reminiscent of the couple of indie games I've played, where like the last end, the last boss, like takes forever to get to. It's like fucking he's fucking miles away over there. Um, and yeah, Dark Souls Two was sort of like a, I hate this, but I'm still trying to get better at it. Um, I can see the improvement I'm making, and then Dark Souls Three was like, oh, I'm actually not too bad at this. This is pretty decent. I think that was right after Bloodborne too. So, and Bloodborne was sort of my like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this now, <laughs> kind of game. So there was a definitely a slow and steady progression. We finally got there in the end, but it was uh, it was worth the journey. Okay. Which I think it should always be that. It should always be a journey. Interesting. Not, not so, so I assume Dark Souls Three is when you sort of got skilled at the game, should we say? Yeah, Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three sort of around that time where I was sort of like confident enough to be like, yeah, okay, I'm not that scared anymore. <laughs> nice. I used to be scared to play Dark Souls because of the anxiety of like, you know, I mean, this going is just games area. in general, like going to a new area, maybe yeah, dying yeah. or losing all my progress, all that kind of stuff, you know. But you just embrace it now, right? Yeah. Sure. I don't, I don't even. That's not even like a thought in my mind as much as it used to be. I'd say it's still there, but it's like ten percent of what it used to be, you know. Sure. Sure. Okie dokie. All right. Well, um, thank you very much for your time, Jay. Good chatting. Yeah, boy. We'll chat soon. Have a good day or whatever, everyone. Yeah, have a good day, shall we say. And we will speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening, you bunch of hippies. Bye-bye.